and welcome to the Computer Game Show. I am Sean Bell. I am joined by Matthew Murray. Hello. And James, the uh, reluctant trumpet player, Farley. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I, I'd completely forgotten about that. I wasn't going to bring How'd it. How do you? Well, I haven't. <laughs> I don't know why so, this is a thing. I don't understand, but well, it's just—it's no right. It's because part of me was like, do I mention this because I don't like to just make fun of the fact that like you used to play a relative, not an obscure instrument, but you know what I mean. It's not—it's not common. Well, but it's not also, really it's that obscure. No, but it's just—you know when you just find out something about someone, <laughs> and it's just like fuck me. You play. <laughs> Yeah, it was really it was out just, of the blue. It just, yeah, it just caught me off guard, and and it was just, and obviously you were like really negative about it because that's that's you. We, isn't we, it? we should probably explain. How, yeah, so so on your Sorry, yeah. daily permission <laughs> stream, and we're going to cover that later. Yeah. It, randomly, what? So I guess it's got jazz in it, and the trumpet must have appeared, and you said, "Well, that you used to do jazz, you used to you used to jazz, you used to do trumpet, play trumpet, and I, I hate it, jazz. and that." Mm. that and um, we think that probably goes somewhere to explaining why you hate Dave and I doing the trumpet sounds. <laughs> it's absolutely nothing to do with a- that. It's like at total all. flashbacks okay. to you as a child <laughs> having to learn trumpet. Yeah, nothing to do with that. Okay, fair enough. Okay, but but can you, can you still play if someone were to hand you a trumpet? I could probably play a bit, but it's just it okay. was it was a very long time ago when I mean it's Guys, just when next, I was in. I was going to say we are show. playing. We, you're doing a live show of Res in April. <laughs> Everyone, okay. <laughs> First is the breakdancing, <laughs> you know I mean? now this. Do you know, I've still, I think I've still got it in the loft somewhere, actually. Have you? Um, but you see, the last time I played it was seriously like, when was it? This would have been when I was like in secondary school. Like, so you're looking at like, um, not not 30 years ago, but like 25 mm. years or so ago. So it's okay. it's a long, long time, you know, to, yeah. to not have played. I mean, I just, it was the typical thing, you know, I had to play it because I was forced to play it, you know, by family and everything. Uh, okay. And, you know, I hated practicing it. Didn't mm-hmm. enjoy it as an instrument at all, but you know, I, I mean, I only got I got to grade two, which is rubbish. So you know, <laughs> wasn't very good at it. But yeah, like, but but to me, it's like it's actual like magic because I <laughs> I never did any like brass or woodwind instruments. I only ever did like like played a bit of guitar, and I was pretty shit at that. Well, so what do you think is more just magic, came out, Sean? Um, playing trumpet or t- or cam girls? <laughs> Fucking hell! Speaking of which, do you want to get onto the feed? <laughs> I don't think we had any for you, but I know we did a sheet hustle. Um, yeah. Athena <laughs> Allen um, uh, 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 given some feedback about last week's show. I really can't believe uh, the first show of the year had a discussion on female ejaculation. Dave leaving really has changed the direction of the pod. Um, I don't really feel like it was a, a discussion about female ejaculation. It just, it just, it came up as part of the news story. Do you yeah, know what I mean? it, it, it just naturally came up. It just so happened to be the first one back, and uh, yeah. and that's that. So. Yeah, I, I, there does feel other people saying, wow, I can't believe Sean's talking about female ejaculation on the first week back. But, you know, uh, n- uh, new direction. Yeah. As, if, as if I go Just on about it all the time. It, Just <laughs> like, keep saying the word over and over again. <laughs> well, female, it's fine. Uh, speaking about the whole story... Um, so, uh, Rekt Reese on Twitter, just listened to episode one AD after Dave. Great work, really enjoyed it. Just a fact uh, check, though. The guy on Weird Work works at medieval reenactments rather than a themed restaurant fair play for shouting out a great podcast though yeah right i saw this and i actually checked just after the recording so it's yeah it's medieval times it's both it's ah. you get food and a show at the same you can you can look it up and it, yeah, the, the the weird work episode. He's he's the head knight at medieval times. There's a there's a thing. Yeah, so that, that sounds even better than than last week. I was thinking, okay, wow. So this is you know 
a themed restaurant, but the fact you actually get to see that mm. stuff and eat the themed food, it's uh, yeah, 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 it sounds amazing. Yeah, it's like, actually, it's like, they actually got in touch and stuff. saying, Listen to you guys discuss medieval times. Have none of you seen Cable Guy? <laughs> and I totally forgot about <laughs> that as well. I have, but it was such a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, my memory's mm. bad of like a film I watched last week, so the, the, <laughs> I, it didn't, doesn't surprise me. I didn't remember the, the moment in Cable Guy, but yeah, when I saw the picture, he said, I was like, Oh, god, of course. Of course. <laughs> so I've never seen that. So I've, yeah, that, that's oh, still in my head. So the, the thing with Cable Guy, right, is that it got a lot of shit when it came out. And then it sort of, because it basically isn't the, the hook, is it? So it's this, this guy who's obsessed with TV. And it's like pretty much every line of dialogue is a quote from another show. <laughs> like everything he says. And that's sort of, and I think oh, some people found that irritating, but obviously it's kind of genius as yeah, well. Yeah, I think it's, I thought um, it was brilliant at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what uh, else we got uh, Andre yeah, you should say you should see that James Andre Gushwind great episode last week uh, Sean was the only sane choice for hosting duty James does not care enough and Matt cares too much <laughs> as I, ever I, I am the lukewarm water I mean, between <laughs> yeah I mean you're probably right I don't quite know what that means but I think you're definitely right um, you would only be in a total car crash if it was me would you say you don't care enough James yeah probably okay. I mean <laughs> <laughs> no, the I correct mean, answer care, to that is care, oh, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I, I care, but in my own way. I mean, not enough to okay. want to drive this thing. Let's put it that way. You know, it's you okay. care, but you just don't have any ego, do you? You just, you just, uh, yeah, just quite happy. Yeah, I'm quite bit. happy to yeah, yeah, sit here and yeah. you know have everyone take the Mickey out of my trumpet playing skills. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've not heard them yet. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, yeah. If you're shit at trumpet, then we'll take the piss. But if you're great, then we're like, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And to be clear, like Trumpet. if you came out and did like a half decent rendition of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, I'd be impressed. So I could the bar is not that. That's no problem. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, be the, fine. James, if it, is there a Trump in your house right now? There might be. I don't know. I mean, I haven't checked. So I'd have to check the loft and see if I can find one. I mean, we're, we, we start recording early now, so we've got plenty of time. I mean, Sean and I do not mind you know, waiting for 15 yeah, can, minutes. Yeah, no, yeah I, we can I, break I do, for a bit. And, uh, I was talking about the dream that we finished this like sometime after ten. I mean, that's my dream. <laughs> it's getting early, me, isn't it? Me, me exploring the loft is not going to add to that. So no. <laughs> How big is the loft? Just have a quick rummage around. No, it's not that big. It's no, it's, it's, it's stuff everywhere, isn't it? It take ages to get through everything. Well, just ask your parents where where the trumpets are. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> look, I'm not. Just just move on. Okay, I'm not doing no, this. Um, Andre continues. Shame on James for not enjoying Switzerland, though. My country is great for holidays, especially Christmas. It's fine, James. James you, doesn't agree. Switzerland is Switzerland is a lovely country. Just there was other reasons. It was nothing was to say, do with from the country. From what I understand, Switzerland wasn't the problem. It was no the company. I've been there many yeah, times. Yeah. It's a very nice place. Um, it's just <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. It's a shame that you had to share it with on this occasion. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> on last week's show, we talked about the Resident Evil 2 demo. Um, Adam Capone tweets in, quote of the show so far is James. Uh, we're, talking about, we're talking about one of the enemies in the game. It's similar to the one in Nemesis. Resident <laughs> Evil 3. I've forgotten his name. <laughs> I didn't actually say enemy, Nemesis. <laughs> referring to the enemy called Nemesis in Resident Evil 3. Well, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, in fact. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then Sean asked, screaming tyrant, Mr. X Nemesis. <laughs> yeah, at the computer right now. Yeah, so, um, I mean, but you did say Nemesis, James. You just you forgot I? the name. I don't remember. But yeah, yeah I, 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 I just completely forgot. Well. You know, so I remember the sitting there thinking, 
Oh, he must not. It, the, in the one in two must not be Nemesis. It must be something else. Yeah, I thought it was Mister yeah. X. I, I and I thought I watched a bit of like a fifteen things you don't know about Resident Evil two the other day, and that's what they said. Uh-huh. But maybe they're wrong as well. Okay. Oh, it's right. So it's so Tyrants, Resi oh, one. Oh God, we're doing it then, again. Then Mister X, then Nemesis, right? <laughs> Probably. I'm not. We should. I hope we're getting it wrong, and people have to correct us again. <laughs> again on the same subject. <laughs> um, also on last week's show, uh, Sean signed off with uh, a line which should go down in history. Thanks for letting us be natural. I've heard that bit went a few that, times since, and it makes me laugh every that, time. That went a lot better than I thought it, it was. That was just totally <laughs> off the top of your head, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brilliant. I was like, ah, oh, that's not going to stay. I'll have to just do a new one every week. But no, everyone seems no, to that, be that's into it. That's speaking for you people between. Uh, thanks yeah. for letting us be natural, the hashtag. Oh, hashtag. Yeah. I'm yeah. Di- disappointed, Sean, that it was off the top of your head, because I just love the idea that you'd spent the whole week like ripping <laughs> off these with new or something like that. Crafting you know, like, that. say, how does that sound? You know? yeah. 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 Like, we're workshopping it, you know, yeah. focus <laughs> testing it. Um, yeah. People saying, yeah, it's brilliant, it's really funny, and it was an amazing moment. Ben Syme at Scientologist. Is that a better sign-off than thanks for all the Wicked Games or whatever Matt said <laughs> that time? It definitely is. It's 100% better. That was a good one, though. I did, I did uh, enjoy that. It, James, you're yet to create a sign-off, aren't you? Uh, it's not going to happen, is it? So I I'm, might gonna, do I'm never going to be in a situation where I've got to do that, so it's fine. Well, you might have to do a one-man show. There might be a time where one of us is off and the other one has a really bad sore throat and you're the only one who could do most of the talking. Then, then we don't record, Matt. <laughs> 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 we don't let the listeners down, James. How many times? Um, Sean S. Thomas on Twitter, looking forward to the thanks for letting us be natural t-shirts. Don't think I haven't thought about that one, Sean. <laughs> do not think uh, Sean Thomas, I mean. Um... Uh, oh yeah, so uh, we talked about uh, our new streaming schedule. We've already done a couple. Mm. Um, we done uh, James did his uh, first Deadly Premonition stream on Friday. I did my first Bloodborne stream on Sunday, and then Sean's was as we record tomorrow. But as you're listening to this last night, mm. um, Shea Guevara, the Shea Guevara said, "Make the streams competitive. Most live viewers in a week wins, losers get a forfeit." <laughs> I thought it's I'm not fair interesting, though, is it? Because it's like I'm playing a rubbish game. That no one wants to watch. Oh, but it's a it's a rubbish but funny game. That's the. Uh, mm. I think if anything, you've got it relatively easy. I um, thought it was an interesting idea, but it's it's probably probably a bit too dangerous. But uh, yes. <laughs> but, but but I mean, I, I, uh, how did how do you think your stream went on on the uh, on Friday, James? Um, I think it was. I don't know. Maybe it was okay. I think I talked too much, oh, which was mate, part of the it problem. Was, it no, was you really probably talked the right amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, personal highlights, um, the little shrieks you were doing when enemies were appearing out of nowhere, that was good. Um, and the, the bit where you're just, where you're just like, oh, I'm just going to uh, have a look at the comments as an enemy clearly walks into oh, view. Yeah. You can see it, like <laughs> you looking down as the now, enemy comes. James. And everyone's just going, no, no. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, there's also like an enemy that what that kept putting their arms in your mouth and you're like, and, oh yeah. Jesus, that, that was, was horrific. Odd, like it was. That was the. That, I mean, that really made me laugh. That did because it just looked <laughs> ridiculous. Well, that's, it was that's all like clipping like, as well, like through his throat, through his neck, and everything. <laughs> so it just looked stupid. Because that's what sort of made me laugh about the the little shrieks you were doing. Because to me, like seeing you play what I would consider quite not necessarily scary, but certainly unnerving stuff, you just seem to take it in your stride. So then, when something does catch you, that's really funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I I thought it was very entertaining. I, mean, but I didn't get a chance to catch yours. How was how did it go? Did yeah, right? it was fine. But, I, 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 but just touching on James ones again. Yeah, I mean, I, I mm. have heard of Deadly Permission, and you know, I've I've, <laughs> I've heard. It being, I heard it 
recommended it that you would absolutely love it so i also know nothing mm-hmm. about it and it is mm-hmm. incredibly weird that that first season <laughs> just felt about a place where it's just a shooting gallery and you were trying to fix some generators but then you got to the hotel and then it's yeah. just getting really weird and there's like the dream sequence so i cannot wait to see where it goes because i gather it's yeah it, it's more was... of the the latter half okay good yeah because apparently uh, someone was saying in the comments i forget who it was uh, apologies if it was you and you're listening to this um but apparently sweary didn't want want to put combat in which is why it's not very good and i don't think there's a huge amount of it so you might be all right see my favorite bit with that that i really mm-hmm. enjoyed with with the hotel was i mean i love that massive table that that was that was <laughs> that, brilliant that was that was absolutely brilliant there was the, the, the massive amazing. table but then also the fact that you know you're asking questions and then the music kept kicking in but it was too loud that's the thing because that because there are, there are just enough elements of it that are clearly written as comedy that you're like, well, what about all the other things that are like kind of funny because they're shit? Like, are they? Is that all on purpose? Or yeah. like, you can never really get a handle on what's intentional and what isn't, what isn't, and that's sort of why I find it fascinating. Yeah, like every See, time, that, every time the main character sure was with. going up to people and saying like FBI, mm. and it's like, okay, <laughs> is the way he's doing that on purpose? The was the way he kept on showing his badge man. and then repeating yeah. his name? But then also the <laughs> other bit that slayed me was when he. When he was like smoking, and then they yeah, all started yeah. coughing, and that, oh, yeah. that I don't know why. That, <laughs> yeah, that blowing smoke in their faces. That's a good gig because he lit, he, he lit a cigarette and blew it, and then it cuts the other woman, the other person in in the scene, and he just see like the smoke going in. Yeah, it's it's really well done. Um, I, I just <laughs> yeah, I mean, want it to get more and more weird, frankly. I'm looking forward to playing some more, but I mean, I think I need to commit to playing for longer each time as well, I think, because maybe, mm. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I think maybe I played for about an hour, 10 minutes or it, so. It wasn't but... long enough because, uh, yeah, I think you think it's yours like an hour and 10 or t- or 15 or whatever. And like, we done like the weird shooting bit and then the dream bit. And then we got to the hotel and everyone's like, oh, come on, we want to see more. Every bit of dialogue seems to be weirder and weirder. And I mean, I, I, <clears> me having never played it, I just wanted to see what was happening next. And you cut us off too soon. So yeah. it would be good to do like, <laughs> I mean, a longer one for sure yeah i mean i think you just maybe need to be just a bit adaptable with it because like i think i think that first one felt a bit short just because you had the long combat bit at the start whereas if you do another one and it's quite sort of story heavy then an hour is probably about right but yeah 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 Yeah, can i ask you a question about Mm -hmm. it though because you've Mm -hmm. if you've obviously you've played and finished this year oh god no no i've only i've basically you've played up to like where i got to because i I just just know about it is there significantly more combat like in this because the combat so far has been the worst bit of it and yeah as i say i don't think there's a huge amount or certainly like it's not a a, a bit of the game that like anyone talks about um there's other slightly tedious stuff for you to look forward to um i'm just trying to think there's yeah one thing i will warn you about so you get a you get a car i don't know if it's the one you you started with and fucked into a tree but um you get a car and you have to like manage like how much petrol you've got Right. And like it just literally, you can't go more than like three minutes driving without having to fill up. Your oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> that so is look forward to that. Yeah. But yeah, I think the combat is is pretty um, sparse, to be honest. And it's not a short it, game it? either. It's like a twenty-hour game, isn't it? It's thirty, isn't it? I think. Oh god. No, I did. I have to confess, I had a look on how long to beat, and it oh, yeah. said it was about twenty hours, roughly. Yeah. So, okay. That's, oh, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. Because I figure it's only, do... only half the year. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because no, I figure if I do like an hour and a half to two hours each time, then I can get through it in a you know ten weeks. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I mean obviously, on. if it does just like if you are just fully not enjoying it any, anymore, then 
bin it and play something else. But no, no, I've got no, a, Sean, I've got that's not, no, I can't do that, Sean. <laughs> if I mean, that's not the rules. Okay. You carry on. No, look, I'm I'm trying to set a precedent for when I eventually do the fucking journey. So <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> like, sure. that's fine. We can I, just quit. It's... I played and finished Beyond Two Souls, which is one of the worst games ever made. <laughs> You're going to play the journey. It's, uh... <laughs> also, Beyond Two Souls isn't short either, is it? So uh... no, it's ridiculously long and terrible. Who is it? I assumed it was a it's like a sort of eight or nine hour no, deal, isn't it? It's, it's about oh. 15, 15 hours at least. It's just. <laughs> Oh, it was the worst. And then game. you've got to play it again and make all different choices in the story. And no, you're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I did, yes, I did my Bloodborne on, on Sunday. It's really good mm. to be back. And I, mean, I haven't played Bloodborne before, obviously, but mm. uh, you know, I played and absolutely loved uh, Dark Souls. So it's just good to be back on a doing a Sunday night Soulsborne stream. And yeah, you know, I, I, I mm. had 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 all the regulars back. It was great. I mean, the, the game itself is it. There's obviously loads of Dark Souls like things, but there's also enough different in it so far. And I'm like, okay, yeah. so how does this work? And how does that work? And but no, I mean, and and because you don't because you don't have a shield in Bloodborne, mm. uh, it's obviously it, it's trying to make you be much much more aggressive. Um, so, but, which I'm finding I'm finding really interesting at the moment, and I can't wait to get back. I mean, I've only played once, but I'm already I'm already like oh, it's a shame I can only play it once a week, really. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whereas this time, after the first stream of Dark Souls, I was I wasn't loving it. Uh, and yeah. Obviously, nothing like I was towards the end of the game. Uh, yeah, 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 but no, I'm super happy I've started. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Matt. I mean, I, I popped in to have a look, and you were doing, like, you were bossing it. Like you were really doing pretty well. <laughs> I was impressed. I, well, I, well it's, it's probably just beginners' luck. I'm sure. I mean, I mean, I'm sure that game's gonna kick me in the ass. But yeah, I, I think because it because it, it rewards it rewards aggression. I think I was. Yeah, I, I can yeah. just keep hammering the, the button. I'm sure at some point that tactic isn't gonna work. Um, but also, I, I also, you know, all the stuff from Dark Souls is sort of ingrained into me that I'm trying to look for tells. I'm not just, I'm not mm. just diving out. If, if they come towards me, I'm going to dive out, dive out of the way, or sidestep out of the way. Um, it's still the basics I'm struggling with, like pressing the right buttons, etc. But uh, <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> yeah, and it I mean, it's obviously a lot, lot better than Dark Souls did when I played that. Yeah, like I think people love it as much as they do because, I mean, all right, people have got legitimate problems with Dark Souls Two. I really like it. Dark Souls Three. Like, on paper, is probably as good as Dark Souls 1. It's just the familiarity of it sort of doesn't kill it, but it sort of spoils it a bit because you basically know what the deal is. Whereas with Bloodborne, it's just changed up enough that you don't quite, you know, it just wrong foots you a little bit. Um, and I think that makes a huge difference. Like, I know it's basically like, oh, so this is, you know, th- th- like this stuff is the the soul equivalent and this is the humanity equivalent. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's just different enough and it's got some very... Some very interesting ideas of its own, like later on, which you will see. Yeah, and, and so, uh, so, yeah, so you finished that. it, have you, Sean? I have, yeah. Yeah, so, so in terms of like all the mystery and the lore, it's, has it got mm. that that makes Dark Souls so interesting? But in this game, oh god, yeah, okay, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay, I, like I don't, I don't know if it's as because like Dark Souls is something that people really sort of took to heart and sort of thought about a lot. <laughs> um, Bloodborne is like a very cool and deep story. I don't know if it's quite the same like it's quite sort of self-contained it's not like i don't know you'll, you'll see what i mean yeah by the time you get you get no, to it's the good. End i mean all, it, yeah. all the, the interesting changes are it's, it's the blood files isn't it and the blood files are basically your estus yeah. but unlike estus you can carry up to like 99 and you're you're getting them from enemies when they drop them so that's, all, yeah, that's already an interesting change potentially yeah potentially finite so they don't magically restore when you rest at a lantern or whatever yeah, lantern, so, yeah. so you might find 
if you ever want to do some like sort of between stream <laughs> runs, you might like just do a bit of uh, vial farming. That is a, a thing you might have to do at some yeah. point. But no, but yeah, we'll so I, I got to the uh, a boss. I presume it's the first boss, and I got it down to like, mm. well, I think I, I didn't even quite get down to half half uh, health. But, uh, and I sort of ran in <laughs> accidentally when I was trying to get a shortcut opened, yeah. which I did, and then I ran the long way around and got killed. So that's, that's how <laughs> that the stream the the, uh, Cleric Beast, yeah. Uh, I can't, I don't remember his name. It, it, the, it's, it's it's that big old it's that big old guy big on, lad the, on a bridge on the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. a rampart yeah, like big c- crows and other things, and then uh, bumped <laughs> into that. Because you, because you, am I right in remembering that you can't level up until you've beaten him, or have I got that wrong? And There's then something... so I, well, I, I certainly attempted him, and then I got killed, and then the mm. I got I was back in the hunter's dream hub area, mm-hmm. and the doll right. lady or the doll, mm. she then allowed me to upgrade. So uh, ah okay yeah, so I went back in, cool. got some more uh, blood echoes, then upgraded, and mm-hmm. I turned it off. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because I was attempting cool. him without even doing anything to my character. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, it, yeah. it's fun. I can I cannot wait to get back to it because uh, yeah, I just miss I miss the Sunday night, Sunday night streams, and it's good to be back in a Soulsborn, uh, yeah, a yeah, Souls yeah. game again for sure. Um, cool. That's it. But but you're but you're you're streaming. Um, yesterday technically <laughs> yes i am streaming yesterday um i don't know what the obviously yeah, i was gonna say i don't know what the deal is i don't know if i should spoil what i played but then of course this is after yeah the stream, people so last I could... night were saying oh, what what's on streaming and i didn't want to say anything but we can now i guess because it's technically because it's the already day after. so i am stroke was streaming uh desert child on the switch yeah i'm looking forward I, to I, seeing I, that yeah like I, I don't know a huge amount about it and i think i think that's going to be the plan um to try and generally play things i don't know a huge amount about either um unless that results in an hour long stream of me just being like uh what am i supposed to do i don't know what's <laughs> yeah. going on um, so yeah we'll uh, we'll see awesome yeah, yeah i'm looking forward to doing when that. i when i like to uh, put, create a graphic for it i what i just mm. i put like um you know, you're streaming games old and new because I didn't want to say, "Oh yeah, you're streaming okay, yeah, new indie yeah. games every week." Because yeah. I know how this can get pretty expensive. So uh, yeah, cause if, yeah, if I run out of ideas, I can just start going through my Steam library. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Desert Child. So that was what was that the one that got announced? A kind of funny game showcase, or was that the game show? One? It was. Game Awards? Yeah. So they had, they had a trailer for it. I think it, yeah, that was the, the sort of trailer and release date announcement. Yeah. I think. So yeah, yeah I'm looking um, forward to seeing that. So, so that is uh, yeah. that was yesterday. But anyway, but Sean's yeah. stream is already at this point probably on our YouTube channel. Uh, I was all yeah. our streams so <laughs> go there uh, and you, you can watch them back if you can't catch them live uh, that's it for yeah. follow up <laughs> um, if you want to leave us follow up uh, or feedback it's at wait, consp- wait, wait, what was that what was that laugh for well only because we weren't even talking about follow up towards the end oh, okay <laughs> but um, yeah so if you, want, if you want to leave us feedback or, or, or any sort of comments it's at computer game pod on twitter or you can email podcast at the computer game show.com cool James okay we got some news um, it's been as I've said before many times, a bit of a slow news week. Um, there's been a, a couple of things. I thought we could kick off with the EA cancelling the Star Wars open world game. Um, I mean, this one. just feels like this is every week now at this point, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. I mean, they, yeah, they, they love cancelling things. And yeah. um, this time, this is the one that they... Okay, so they finally killed this one. This was the, originally the Visceral game from 2013 that they killed. Okay, yeah. And then it was overhauled in 2017, but now it appears yeah. to be completely done. So Jesus. EA have said that the the work is going to evolve and that it's going to be used in other projects. 
and that apparently EA Vancouver were working on this. And it was it changed because it became codenamed Orca and was going to focus on like bounty hunters and scoundrels, like going from world to world, making you know sort okay. of working with different factions and that kind of thing. Mm. And but they've they've binned it now, and they've now got another Star Wars project in the works, but it's going to be a lot smaller. And uh, right. but maybe some bits of this will end up in that, but basically yeah. they're done with it really. I mean, it's it is a shame, but obviously they don't make decisions like this like uh, lightly. And presumably, it really wasn't working for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is still a, a shame. This I mean, is it, the Amy Hennig Hennig game, right? That's right. Yeah, but then, was, yeah. yeah, but then she left in 2017, or was that last year? I can't remember. Recently, anyway, yeah. she left, um, so I was already a bit anxious. Um, and then, yeah, and now this. Yeah, that's, um, it's, it's such a shame because yeah, because obviously yeah, well, she was like the original uh, Uncharted uh, writer, yeah. I get, or, or certainly behind the original team. And so you mm-hmm. think, wow, this is, this could be really exciting. Star Wars plus Uncharted, sort of you know pedigree. Uh, and then well, yeah, I, let's I, face it, you could pretty much just put Nathan Drake in Star or Star Wars, and it's like, oh yeah, he's, he's a roguish bounty hunter. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. It That's basically writes <laughs> itself. But, but, and, yeah. and then when she left, it's yeah. like, well. Clearly, there's massive issues because it's because it's, she'd been there for a few years and then we'd see nothing from it. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, it's it's and then yeah, it's a shame. I mean, there was a. It just feels like they don't really know what they're doing. Really, because we haven't. What have we seen? We've seen Battlefront one and two. But then, yeah, I mean, like been... Battlefront one was fine. Two was probably a good game, but you know, totally marred by all the microtransaction stuff. Um. Which and you know what, like you can get that game for about twenty quid now, and it's probably really good. And they've taken, all, I think they've taken all the bad shit out now. Yeah, because um, the second one seemed good because because well, certainly in the lead up, there, there was all those uh, story trailers and yeah, with yeah, like, yeah. the female leads, and it was like, okay, this yeah. does seem really good. And then it came out, and I guess the reviews weren't amazing. And then also the also microtransaction stuff, and now I just yeah, I just, I didn't go for it. The first one seemed okay, but there was no single player. Um, and I think when I played the beta, it basically seemed like a, a battle, a battlefield with a, with a Star Wars skin. It, it looked yeah, absolutely yeah. gorgeous, and it was fun to it mm-hmm. was fun to play. But I didn't go back after that that beta or demo, whatever it was. Um, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think it was like the They've ten had... hour trial on EA Access, maybe on Xbox. But um, oh, yeah, yeah, it just it just feels like they don't know what they're doing with this amazing franchise and EA, one of the biggest companies, and <laughs> what, yeah, one of the best places for companies to do this, and nothing's <laughs> happened. Because presumably, well, because oh god, so they've got so they've had Battlefield one and two, Battlefront one and two rather. There was also mm-hmm. there is Knights of the Old Republic, which they're continuing to support as well. Although I don't know how much. Oh, the, the you, online one, yeah, yeah. Hundred, you mean the Old Republic? Yeah, the old, yeah, yeah, Knights of the Old Republic, which we don't know what's going on with that. Um, yeah. There's also there was a mobile game, Galaxy of Heroes, which came out. And, that's um, that's massive. Like people really enjoy that. <laughs> Um, so that's probably remember, where they're making all the cash, isn't it? Is through, probably, is through yeah. that because it's like in-app purchases, the whole thing. And yeah. then there's Respawn, obviously, working on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order or whatever, which is apparently later mm-hmm. this year. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you're right. It's like how they totally run this into the ground, in a sense. And you're just thinking, how would they? How have they done that with such a massive like license as, as like Star Wars that it seems to have been so poorly planned, like everything? Mm. It's just odd. It must it be so weird, embarrassing like... for EA. Yeah. They're like, they're, I mean, they're, you know, they're probably waiting for a call from Disney or you know, or you know, or someone singing "I'll Be Good" absolutely bollocks. Like, what have you guys produced over the last like five years? It's it's not exactly what they expected, I guess. Yeah, it's just it's one of those that as a consumer, it's easy to just sort of 
to just sort of sit there and be like, look, it's such a rich universe, like, and it takes place over such a, you know, a, like a really long time that there are so many characters and settings and stuff that you could just pull and would make really good video games. Obviously, it's not that simple, which is why, like, like how many really great Star Wars games have we had in the last 10 years? In the last like, 10 years, there's probably not <laughs> been that many, but there yeah. has been a lot of really good ones in the past, yeah. but then... I mean, Matt got me to listen to the kind of funny like podcast where they they talked about this, and oh, yeah. one of the points they made was that like you know there's been like hundreds and hundreds of Star Wars games, and actually there's only really been a handful of really good ones. You know, yeah. a lot of them, there's been a lot of trash as well. <laughs> well was yeah. that one on the GameCube that I loved? Good. Was that class of one of good ones? The, Which or one? Bounty Hunter. The, 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 the first one that came out of the launch, it's like, I think it came out at launch, is... Um, it was Rogue, Rogue Squadron. Yeah, Rogue Squadron. Rogue Rogue Squadron. Yeah. That, that looked stunning at the time, and I really enjoyed it, but is that class as one of the good ones? I think a lot of people think it was good. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you like it even at the time? <laughs> no, because the thing is, you see, I'd come from like the PC background of playing stuff like X-Wing and TIE Fighter, so I really like the idea of like a flight sim Star Wars kind of thing. Yeah, but, yeah, but the answer to Matt's question is, yes, it is one of the yeah, good ones. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did not enjoy it very much. Not by James, no, I know what you mean. They generally, did, yes. Yeah, obviously. And, and, in, and the, I didn't play Bev and Love, KOTOR. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. amazing. That, yeah, and nice the old second one was bad. Uh, the second one was great. They just didn't get a chance to finish it, which is a shame. Yeah. So, was Koto um, like a like it, it was like a Mass Effect style massive RPG? Was it more in depth, or was it not that at all? I think, yeah, I think in a lot of ways, it, yeah, it was like a proto uh, Mass Effect, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Like obviously, but with you know um, lightsaber battles and force powers and stuff instead of guns and biotic there's was, was guns as well but it wasn't very hands-on was it it was just like click on the enemy and it just sort of auto attacks and stuff mm-hmm. um i think you can get that on like mobile devices now you can't can you? get it on everything really yeah. i think it's um <laughs> you know it, you can even get it on mac i mean that shows you how it's been wow. on everything okay. so, yeah. <laughs> and like yeah really good stories i presume like yeah, because Matt, I presume you haven't had the story spoiled for you no, in any no, way. No, nothing. Yeah, uh, pro- probably worth a go. I don't know how long they take to beat, though. That's the only they're, thing. Well, they're pretty. I mean, they're pretty long, as in yeah. you're looking at like sort of thirty to forty hours. And also, mm. they've aged like visually really. They, they don't look yeah. great, but they're really good stories, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, it, and then yeah, Je- Jedi sure. Knight was awesome. Um, yeah, that was good. Yeah, uh, and then there's another, another couple of those. There was <laughs> so you had Dark Forces one. And then Dark Forces 2, Jedi Knight, and then yeah. Jedi Knight 2 and Jedi Knight 3. They just forgot about the Dark Forces bit. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's a shame. So but. now all the pressure's on this, this Respawn game. And obviously Respawn are a fantastic studio. Yeah. I guess, I mean, it, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to work out whether all this is maybe, it's really hard for EA, for EA to do things and get all, there's probably like so much red tape and mm-hmm. having to make sure it abides by you know, the Star Wars canon and history and, and this and the other nah, I'm sure bullshit, it's not man. easy well, for this is the thing well. because, but is it well, yeah, because for or all, is it what yeah. I was going to say for all we know with any of that it's just the fact that EA <laughs> have spent all this time trying to figure out how they can monetize this as best as possible and then it's gone badly I mean you look at like particularly Battlefront 2 like they tried their best to try and put all the microtransactions and everything in that went really badly everyone hated it you've got a mobile game that's also you know in-app purchases all that kind of thing <laughs> The thing with this, with the visceral game was that they were clearly looked at that and were like, "We can't make mad amounts of money off this." So you know, we're looking for like another like battle royale game or something like that that we can make loads of money, and this isn't going to do that. It's it's all about the bottom line. That's the only reason they've really <laughs> yeah. badly mismanaged this. 
Yeah, well, that's such. A, I mean, that's such a shame because all they all something to do is make a half good Star Wars game, and and that would do really well. But because they've sort of that's uh, the thing, isn't poisoned it? It all those like games it... with, the, with you know trying to monetize them, even though yeah. you know they're probably making a shed load from the actual deal itself. The monetization is just mm. screwing over. Like, I, but mm. I I don't think that the one that when the one which would be the Amy Hennig game, I don't think that that doesn't sound like a game that would be have loads of monetization. That feels like a. Oh no, that's why oh, they cancelled well, like, it. That's, yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's what you're saying, isn't it? That's, oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah basically, yeah, you're probably thinking, well, there's not not that much money in a, just a, a one shot single player game. Um, but, that, and, and but yes, yeah, and, and they they probably did say that. And then this, then last year we had things like God of War and Spider Man and Red Dead and Red and then Red Dead got you online. But we've had mm-hmm. loads of really fantastic single player experiences over the last couple of years. Basically, since that's true. EA probably well. said or maybe indirectly said that single player games are dead and then they probably thought well PUBG is doing well we'll quickly spin to something else and then yeah it just feels like they don't know what they're doing but yeah I really hope yeah. to god this um, this uh, this new one for, 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 from the Titan Wolf devs I hope it does well or is is good or we see it at some point soon yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah I just hope it comes out at this point <laughs> Like I know it'll be decent. It's just yeah. Yeah. I mean, they should have put retail. Bioware on the license, you know, and put out like another, you know, like another. Just make another code yeah. Would have yeah, been yeah. brilliant, but yeah, didn't bother. Well, they've, yeah. they've still got five years left on the license. If they start now, maybe it'll be out five years, and we'll see if they renew it for another ten. Maybe it'll be out in time. Well, mm-hmm. I think it depends on uh, on how Anthem goes, doesn't it? As to Bioware's <laughs> fate. Yeah. It's yeah. A shame. But yeah, it would be amazing to have a Star Wars uh, Amy Hennig Uncharted style game, but it's just not happening. Uh, but yeah, yeah the, if, anyone, if anyone wants to hear a bit more, the uh, the chat between uh, Greg and Gary on Kind of Funny is is really, really good because obviously Gary Witter, he like, co-wrote, or he wrote Rogue One, so he's got a bit of inside sort oh, of yeah. knowledge about how that all works anyway. Uh, it's a really good little chat, but uh, yeah, this is a shame. I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen if EA are going to keep a license or not. I doubt it. I mean, if, if they're definitely not going to like keep it beyond ten years, are they? I mean, but who, Disney... but who did it go to? Loads of different studios rather than one. Well, that would be better. I mean, Activision, probably... mate, they've got no else to do. I was yeah. thinking that Activision. <laughs> I thought, okay, if it's not EA, who else? I mean, Activision is obviously the next obvious one, but yeah. THQ Nordic. They've got about sixty studios now. <laughs> That's true. They could do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, right, what else we got? Other news in okay, so we've got this is some Starbreeze news um, because oh, yeah. you know before we had the whole thing about there was problems at Starbreeze and now the Overkill's Walking Dead looks like it's kind of finished. Um, mm-hmm. So Starbreeze have postponed the console release of this and there's no indication of like when it's going to come out or if it's going to come out. And so this is because Starbreeze are still trying to restructure and they're selling off like aspects of their business that they consider to be like what they describe as non-core. So like the VR stuff's all gone. Mm-hmm. And the console port of this was going to be handled by, well, it was being handled by um, D3T, who are from like Cheshire, and then 505 Games were going to publish it. But then it turns out that from this restructure, this is according to the, the Eurogamer article, that because of the restructure, Starbreeze doesn't have to pay contractors um, for the moment. So that's, I'd imagine that's probably why this has been delayed because <laughs> yeah. they're not being paid. <laughs> and because uh, Starbreeze is still apparently in thirty-four million pounds worth of debt, and yeah, and because I mean, all, a lot of these problems seem to go back to the Walking Dead for Starbreeze because the PC launch didn't go very well, and like at the moment, it's got like less than eight hundred concurrent players on Steam, like actually playing the game. So. It's mm-hmm. kind of gone badly, and I think, yeah, that's kind of the thing. Is it's Walking a Dead a curse license? Like, 
And the Telltale See, again, stuff. it seems like another one that's like, well, it's fucking massive. How do you fuck this up? But it's, mm. yeah. I mean, People I don't watch the TV it. show anymore because I, after like, the first two or three series, I just couldn't be asked. I prefer the comics. Mm. But um, I gave up. I gave up about two seasons ago. I just couldn't do it anymore. I it think just... I might have actually got to like four or five. Um, mm-hmm. Is after the, the prison stuff. I was like, this is just Moni, and it was none of the characters were as good as I, I liked them in the comics. So I just gave up. But and, but I d- and I don't know. And I know. I know. I think in the later series, like Rick's left. So God knows what a TV shows doing these days. And maybe <laughs> it's like a general sort of. You know, the general sentiment towards The Walking Dead as a franchise isn't great. But then, obviously, this is also, uh, well, you know, the company trying to work on this obviously hasn't gone through good times. Neither did Telltale. It's uh, the whole thing's a disaster for the, for the franchise, isn't it? Well, no, because it's, it's weird because it's one of those things where, you see, everyone moans about The Walking Dead. Everyone says it's really bad and everything. But then for some, it does get very high viewing figures still. I mean, I know that they've, they've pulled, you know, like they've gone down a bit, but it's still, you know, for TV doing very, very well, which is why they keep plugging away, I guess, with it. I mean, mm-hmm. did you ever see the spin-off they did, like the Fear the Walking Dead? Uh, I didn't see it, but I knew it was out there. Yeah, I mean, was it started. That... I mean, that started not too bad. It was, it was all right. I mean, I, all of those I bounced off because they, it just got too repetitive, and you know, you know, they just make continuously make stupid decisions, and you begin to lose respect for characters because you just think, what are you <laughs> <Yeah>. doing? You <laughs> know, it's, but I mean, it, it says that this has been delayed, but this is this is dead, isn't it? I mean, it's not yeah. happening, is it? Yeah, postponing. Really definitely. Yeah, it's, just, it's another. Mm. I mean. I don't remember seeing much about this game, and if you said I oh, was another as a Walking Dead game coming out, I have literally no interest in it. Sadly, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just it's a shame. It's just another another I don't know more mistakes by another company with a franchise that you think can't fail. Yeah, and uh, and they do. But then it was so weird when because there was a when when the Telltale Walking Dead series was happening, there was like a, a shit FPS as well, wasn't there? Yeah. Because I remember getting into a heated argument with people at work. So I was like, "Oh my god, are you playing The Walking Dead?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, I bought it. It's rubbish." And <laughs> and it turned out they were playing the first person shoot. And I was like, "Well, yeah, okay. So you're not wrong, but you are an idiot for buying that one and not the Telltale one." Yeah. Because you know, because when Telltale's The Walking Dead came out, it was like such a fucking revelation for everyone that it was like, "Oh my god, this is how like point and click games can work in you know, in like the modern era." Um, as it happens, they then took that template and totally ran it into the ground. But at the time, it was like such a big thing. Um, and just, yeah. And now it seems you can't fucking sell a Walking Dead game to people. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's although, the same. Yeah. Actually, I, I downloaded episode two of the... Because um, I, I didn't even know oh, yeah. it had come out. Like, this was... Um, <laughs> yeah, this is before all the troubles that there were. So mm-hmm. I need to play that before the third one comes out. It's, it's well, no, the, the third one's out now, isn't it? I don't think so. Not just yet. It's. Oh, right. um, I think it's out very soon. But yeah, it's it's definitely out this month. But um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, the first person shooter game. Then this is that game, Sean. This is the FPS Walking Dead game. Is that uh-huh. no? There, there was one like years and years and years ago when the oh, first okay. series of the Telltale one came out. Yeah, and because I remember there was a really funny video where someone realised that like. <laughs> all these zombies would come after you and you could just like run around to this other side of the fence and then they'd sort of stop and then they would like run like the long way around the fence when they really oh, yeah, didn't yeah. need to I and then you could that, just yeah. pop back around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stupid zombies. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. are you excited for, for, for Walking Dead, the, the pop one to finish in, James? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I want to see, as I said, I want to see how Clementine's story ends, but mm-hmm. it is just kind of sad, isn't it, really? I mean, what happened to that? I mean, I mean, Sean, you said like they ran it into the ground, but it's like mm. I still feel there was potential with that. Not maybe not with the way they were doing it, but the most recent Walking Dead series really did 
offer something different i felt like they they had yeah. improved the engine considerably mm-hmm. it was interesting and you know they it's yeah it could have been good yeah. it's um yeah i mean i enjoyed the batman like release that they did like not that long ago and uh, i've still got series two of that to play at some point if i can still download it because i'm, um, I'm yeah, just waiting good. for that to be cheap because i do think i would enjoy it yeah the first the first mm-hmm. series is brilliant like i really yeah. enjoyed it it was great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cool yeah so sorry uh, episode four actually comes up march 26 so so you got plenty of time james no, it must be episode three, because episode three isn't out yet. Okay, well, this website says episode four, so God knows. Oh, no, season four. Yeah, season four, episode four. It's called... Tech- When's oh, okay, episode three out? Is it when was three out, or is it, or is it not yet? Don't matter. We'll get feedback about that. Okay, all right, fine. Yeah, we'll mm. just get shouted at. No worries. Okay, next story. Um, mm. This is about H-Bomber Guy's Twitch stream. Oh, so, yeah. this is Harry Brewis, who's been streaming Donkey Kong 64, and he's been doing this to raise money for Mermaids, which is like a UK-based charity that mm. offers support for transgender children, teenagers, yeah. and their families. Mm-hmm. And according to the okay, article... Okay, right, so stop. Okay, I was right. Episode 3 is out already. Come on, January 15th. <laughs> right, okay. Fine, Matt. It's okay. <laughs> you could have left that. emails and tweets start flying in. Yeah, but you could have left so it until three I finished talking, like, rather than just like, <laughs> butting in. I mean, it's not... I thought that was going to be something relevant to this story, not something from the last <laughs> it's one. It's relevant to people who are already busy <laughs> writing their tweets and emails. Anyway. Carry on, James. So this stream, it all started, like, to spite Graham like, Lennon, um, yeah. because... He questioned whether the charity should be received like lottery funding, and apparently started a letter writing campaign. With yeah, he went on Mumsnet and one fed of the them a load of shit about what UK. mermaids actually do. Yeah, and then got them all to copy and paste a letter he wrote. Um, yeah. So then the lottery were reviewing the funding. Yeah, which and it, so mermaids might still get it. Um, I think no one, no one's quite sure what's going on yet. Um, hopefully they'll realise that. Graham Lennon is talking complete shit. I think it basically he thinks that they like drug children against their will and yeah. <laughs> and stuff. And it's like, no, that's really he's not got a lot of problems. About. So he uh, has. Have yeah. you looked at his Twitter feed? He's he's actually insane. Mm. Like even if you broadly agree with, like, okay, like obviously trans children is like a touchy subject. I'm not hundred percent on like how I feel about it because obviously it's a big decision for like a child to make or for someone to make on a child's behalf. Mm-hmm. But he's just talking absolute horrible shit all day every day it's just all he does i just can't imagine like you know just being like oh yeah i really enjoyed father ted i'll follow the guy oh my god yeah, <laughs> yeah. because i also, i used to follow him and i you know also love father ted and and, yeah. and the it crowd in in yeah. uh, elements of that and it's just i don't obviously don't follow him now and all i hear yeah. is other people either talking about him or they've retweeted or like you know graham said something again and i'll i'll search for his username i'm like oh my god like why <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like oh what's he said this time exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway but yeah so yeah so he was so he, he started this whole letter writing campaign and this guy harry bruce was kind of annoyed about this understandably and he started mm-hmm. a stream to gain donations and the stream's been wildly successful because he's raised like more than it's like two hundred eighty thousand dollars which, I think it got I to mean, like 350 odd, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, 350 yeah. plus in the yeah. end, I think. Wow, yeah. okay. And it was also, I mean, the stream was visited by like John Romero, like Jim Sterling, like Chelsea Manning, but also Alexandria like Ocasio, like Cortez as well, like yeah. dropped in, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, which which I mean, was amazing. Have you heard the audio? Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> Because so I happened to be watching live, and like someone, like someone said, like, "Oh my god, she's just joined the Discord server." And Harris's eyes, so obviously, he's like, he's on hour fifty of playing fucking Donkey Kong sixty four, <laughs> and he's just like, "What well, is happening?" Good. Oh yeah, it's a shit game as well. It's, <laughs> um, it was nice because there was a bit of lead up to it because he did a video. Um, 
I think the video was just about like why speedrunning is interesting in general. And he talks a bit about Donkey Kong 64 and like, and how like there's a, <laughs> there's like a hidden coin somewhere that you have to get in order to get 100% or 101% completion. And it's literally, there's no way that anyone could have known where it was without looking at the code, which is what someone do- did and found that there was this coin hidden in like a patch of grass somewhere. And, um, uh, yeah, it's a very weird game. Like there's, there's collectibles everywhere. Yeah. But you need to be like a certain character to grab yeah. certain collectibles. I, I bought this at launch, Sean, and it was very Did expensive. You? And <laughs> yeah, it was it was not a good game. I mean, I, I, at the time, I tried to convince myself it was a good game, but yeah. it was mostly it was a it was it, I think it was the the worst of the rare collectathons in terms mm-hmm. of like the amount of yeah. stuff that you had. It was ridiculous. Just the fact that you're running around just seeing things that you need to collect, but it's like, oh no, I need to go back and change change character before I can pick up this particular color banana. Yeah, like it's. Just- <laughs> It's absolutely bizarre, um, but yeah, no, I just yeah just thought that was a nice story. Just like the amount of exposure it got, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how like the mainstream media reports on it because it's just such a bizarre thing. It is weird. I mean, I doubt Graham Linnan is, is very happy, you know, with this. But you know, yeah, especially because that hashtag "Thanks Graham" yeah. came yeah. about and it was like <laughs> trending. And- but yeah, that so was pretty good. That was a, yeah, interesting story. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah it's an amazing story. Last one I've got here is the. This is one that Sean suggested. I mean, mm. you won't be surprised when you hear the content, but it's a. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the indie gamer chick collection is is coming. Yeah. So I because um, initially I had no idea what this was. I've never followed indie gamer chick, um, but apparently her whole thing, like when she started, was covering Xbox Live indie games. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just realised I said it completely wrong. I don't know why I said it, it should be indie gamer chick collection, not yeah. indie gamer chick collection. Chick collection. <laughs> I wonder why he said it that way. But I don't know. I was just reading it off, and I was like, "That it's that didn't sound right." Collection. So anyway, it's going to be. I mean, this is worth covering because you know we like to cover like indie games and stuff here, and this is going to be like a collection published by like was this this is Ratalika Games, I think it is. Ratalika, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, and this is coming on Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and maybe Vita. So. That's great for anyone that still yet. plays that. No. And um, it's going to be a collection, they said, of around a dozen of like Xbox Live indie games from 2008 to 2016, but there's no like confirmed lineup yet. But I guess it's good that that stuff's getting still getting sort of looked at, really. Getting preserved, because that like didn't... So that service just completely went down, didn't it? You can't even download yeah. like what used to be on there. Yeah. It just all went. Um, and there's some really good stuff there. So, yeah, so it was nice that some of it's getting preserved yeah definitely if anyone, if anyone listened to Chet and John's podcast back in the day they were big yeah. like proponent they were big like fans of the x games and like funny mm. ones bad ones and then in the case of games like Bleed and some other things mm. um, yeah, there was an, there was some great titles on there so it would be really interesting to see what this collection uh, comprises of and uh, yeah because I was I was trying to think like off the top of my head what I would like to be on there I mean like I remember spending a lot of time on Minor Dig Deep I don't know if you guys played that no, 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 but I, I, that was really good. But it, I, like, it was kind of it was a lot like the Steam World Dig games. Um, so it was very good. But I probably don't need it. I would really like to play the Applejack games again. They were excellent. Yeah, they were quite good. Um, yeah. Um, there's probably others just off the top of my head. Yeah. So it, hidden in plain sight was that an Xplit game? It, it was, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was brilliant. That, that, I mean, I haven't obviously played it for, for many years because you can't play it anymore. But uh, although I think mm. it's so it's still on Steam, but that was an mm. amazing local multiplayer game it was so yeah, good yeah. So, and just like such a simple idea like total like you know no frills presentation or anything but yeah it was perfect 
Yeah, really so if that game. comes to Switch and like with like four of you with like you know a Joy-Con each, that could be fantastic to get. So yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see what's going on this list of the indie gamer chick collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, is that it for the news? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we've got nothing else. It's been a very quiet week. It's uh, cool. yeah, I mean, I'm surprised you didn't talk about that game that was sort of semi-announced in Watch Dogs Two that got cancelled. Oh come on, it's not interesting, is it? It's, who cares? I mean, we don't. I mean, based it's, off it's what I've just heard, rumors. that is kind of interesting. But I, yeah, it was <laughs> a I'll believe you if you tell me nothing about. It's like there's nothing to say about it. What's the point? Well, I, I need to so, put announcements so, yeah, in I have Why? Of me, so I'm <laughs> No, but so, so basically, in Watch Dogs Two, there's like a mission where you hack into Ubisoft, uh, the, the studios or the office or whatever, and you basically have okay. to in the game like leak this game trailer. And then, or, right. or something along those lines. Anyway, this game trailer came out, and it basically was like a space game, and it was known mm-hmm. as Pioneer. And then, uh, but it, I'm not sure if it was ever fully officially announced. Oh, is this the one that got cancelled? Yeah, yeah, it's all got cancelled. Yeah, and then, <laughs> right, even though, <laughs> yeah, and, and then the other day, like two people who were who were working at Ubisoft, now I guess they were part of that team, just said Pioneer mm-hmm. RIP. Um, Shit. Yeah, it's just these games getting cancelled left, right, and centre. Maybe because you know they didn't see a future in it. I guess, but. Uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting because yeah, like, how often do you get a game announced where you you you're hacking the game and then releasing the trailer? It never happens, James. How is that yeah, not James. interesting? Well, it's not going to happen now, is it? Because it's been cancelled, and you know, never there's, mind. There's anyway. probably a, a good uh, list feature in like games that were announced in previous games, but no one knew it was an announcement of a game because you know there's there's a Destiny poster in Halo Reach. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Stuff like, but obviously you just see it. It's like, all right, what's that? <laughs> Who cares? And then it turns out, like five years later, that it that is the yeah, next. Yeah, I bet other stuff still <laughs> hidden that people don't have never found, and mm. the team aren't going to mention. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, right. Uh, what have we been playing? Uh, I might go first because I haven't got much. Um, you go. Sure. So let's so. get out of the way. <laughs> been playing Destiny Two, but Lord knows, no one needs to hear go any on. more about that. Uh, no, there's, there's, there's literally nothing new to say. <laughs> just been cracking on doing the like challenges and stuff and getting my power level up. You're still playing uh, in a group, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've finally started doing the the new stuff that's in the the new DLC. Lit the first forge. Got a machine gun. Fine. <laughs> uh, but I have also started playing Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. Oh yeah. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm st- like I'm still pretty early on. I'm still a pig. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, that is really early on. Yeah. Um, and obviously, yeah, it being one of those games, like, you don't, like, you start off with not many abilities. Um, but yeah, like, it's fucking charming, isn't it? Like, yeah. just all the, like, the animation's absolutely beautiful, the locations and stuff. Um, yeah, really enjoying it. Brilliant um, music as well. I thought yeah. it's, uh, you know. I mean, I was, yeah, because I was, I was, like, umming and ahhing about it. And I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to look at it on the eShop. And and played the trailer and the fucking the song that's on the trailer, <laughs> the lyrics are like "Monster Boy <laughs> fighting for a future full of love and joy." That's <laughs> like thirty five quid. Let's go. Let's <laughs> so yeah, so bought it. Um, yeah, enjoying it. Really charming. Um, I'm looking forward to it because it is like a bit of a Metroidvania, isn't it? Oh, ab- completely. I mean, that's, yeah, okay, that, it's, cool. it's that, but with much more sort of puzzle elements. Is, okay, is the thing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Because at the moment, what I'm doing is sort of linear. But I'm obviously I'm I'm seeing things. It's like right, I need an ability to do that yeah. or use that or, or whatever. Um, but that's fine. Um, it's also so, yeah. quite tough in the beginning as well. But it does it get is. easier. I, found. I yeah, I'm glad you said that because I wondered if I was shit. 
No, no, um, no, it's, it's quite hard. There was bits yeah. in the beginning when I played it where I felt, I was like, am I supposed to be doing this? Because it seems mm. really difficult, and it, yeah. like a bit too difficult, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's actually, no, it's just you do have to push through it, but then it, it's fine. It's, um, yeah. yeah, you start to get used to it, and it's okay. Yeah, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to cracking on with that. Um, and I've also played a very tiny bit of Light Seekers. I don't know if you guys have seen this on the Switch. What, what is that? It's it's what it's a card game, um, but it's 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 one of these ones. Where I'm like, oh, brilliant! That's finally on the Switch. I'll play it. And then, of course, it's been on phones for ages, and arguably, the phone's probably the better place for it. Like, I don't, I don't really think there's any reason to play it on the switch over just playing it on your phone not least because they don't seem to have added any button controls like it's all mm-hmm. touchscreen um which now that i think about it presumably means you can't play it docked um, so that, that's weird what? Uh, have they put i mean there's, there's a various game that was was that hand docked only or handheld only oh uh, yeah that was there handheld only, many games yeah. Like that, have there? yeah not many but yeah i guess there is a precedent for it um yeah just like i said barely played it just very interested in the sort of the main um hook of it is that so yeah it's one of these games where you play cards and you try and damage the other person and you have like sort of you know units that you sort of play like minions and then spells and stuff which is all great and fine quite normal um what's really interesting is that like every minion that you play or like different you know magic cards or whatever like in like each corner of them has like either like an attack number or a certain ability or whatever and every turn they all rotate and then whatever's in the top left is active that turn. <laughs> so like rather than like playing a minion and then it's like each turn you just sort of decide what it does um, and then, you know, and then if it takes too much damage, it dies. This is like, no, you place a minion and then it's like turn one, it's going to do this. Turn two, it's going to do this. Turn three, it's going to do this. And then turn four, it goes. And that's really interesting. Like I'm, I'm, I've like I've basically only done the tutorials, but I'm looking forward to the idea of like actually sort of figuring out combinations. Like right, if I play this and this on turn one, and then this on turn two, and this on turn three, this is how they'll all sync up as they start turning around and activating different abilities in the subsequent turns. Um, I just thought that was a really nice idea because like since Hearthstone came out, there have been like loads of knockoffs for like you know sort of free to play knockoffs for your phone and stuff, which are, and they're basically the same game. Um, and this is the first one I've seen where I'm like, oh, fuck, that's actually quite different and interesting. So I'll probably just download it on my phone instead and then give it a proper go. But um, yeah, quite, quite interesting. I've just Googled Light Seekers and there's yeah. physical sort of toys with it. Is there? Yeah. yeah. Shit. That's dangerous. Yes. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm like the new super fan. Um, <laughs> toys so of Life is back in Sean's house, that's everyone. Have to buy a lot. <laughs> well, you know... I've, got starlink so that's it i'm, I'm in did, did you play starlink um, on the weekend because wasn't it what's that, that thing i sent you it was like all the toy, i completely all the... forgot yeah they, yeah they made one of the ships free for the weekend didn't they um yeah no i, I totally forgot no, well, when i, I first know. saw that information like there's uh, there's a tweet saying like it's going free to play and i was like what this weekend like anyone could play it but actually <laughs> when i delved in it was just like what one of those sets that, were free to play ship. or whatever yeah, or yeah, free yeah. trial but it was like a a ship and some guns and a pilot wasn't it i think uh, but yeah, no, I totally forgot to play that. So that's good. We did, uh, didn't someone, it might have been in the Discord, someone was saying that I haven't played enough if, because of, based on the things I said last week. Yeah, um, if, pra- if you feel like you don't need to swap your weapons and whatnot, then you haven't played yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, um, no, which I do acknowledge, I probably do need to play more of it. I was just, yeah, we'll see. Do, do you think um, that is something you do actually want to go back to or you might if you happen to... I think I've got other other things I would rather play first. Um, But yeah, I would like to go back to it at some point. 
but I mean, we know what happens to games that we say that about. Yes, that they they get pushed to one side and Destiny Two comes on. The exactly, screen. Yakuza Zeros. You know, it's going well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for me. It's been a been a boring week. Are you um, playing Monster Ball on the Switch or on the PlayStation? Uh, Switch. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Did you, you, um, did you play on PS4, James? No, no, I played it on Switch. As okay, well. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, it's a really good looking game. That Monster Ball. It just looks. It looks so nice. Uh, yeah, just the, yeah. Like normally, when a when a game looks that good, there's a risk of it being like overly detailed or overly animated or whatever. But no, it, it's like perfectly responsive, really readable, and but really charming and, and beautiful as well. Yeah, good game. Awesome. so far. Um, James, you want to go next? Yeah, I mean, I also haven't really got a lot this week um, of stuff that we haven't talked about before. I mean, mm-hmm. I got, I mean, Red Dead Redemption Two, I've gone back to, and mm-hmm. I've been playing that a, quite a lot because also I managed to get remote play stuff working, um, which oh, yeah. was quite exciting because I, I there's there's an app now for iPad and iPhone where you can mm-hmm. stream the content to like you can stream from your PS4 to it, so you right. can you know still you know you can do it that way rather than to use a vita or like you know computer or whatever mm-hmm. and it it's it's kind of amazing because when i first saw this i was very skeptical because i thought okay this looks like it could be a scam of yeah, some description yeah that, like i said that james <laughs> this thing looks amazing you're like scam who would buy that what's the point yeah because yeah. it's not an official app is it it's a no, no it's not an yeah. official one but yeah. the performance is significantly better than the official stuff like really <laughs> it's, significantly it's, but, better but it's almost instant isven't it like when yeah. you when you log on, it, like, I haven't done remote, remote, remote play for ages. I remember doing it on my Mac, and it was, you know, it was a, it wasn't, it, it wasn't quick, basically. But this, it feels like it's pretty much straight away. You're suddenly in, in on your dashboard or wherever you want to be. Yeah, you just press mm. play, and it connects like seriously, like instantly. And then also, it's all <coughs> like um, you can, you know, choose what sort of resolution you want to do it at. You know, sixty frames per second or whatever. And the the quality is significantly better than the official stuff as well. Like I've had like very very minimal glitching like when i've used mm-hmm. it and the other thing is i found out a way that you could i could still use my dual shock you see to play so as long as i'm in within range of my ps4 i can still play <laughs> using a dual shock which it feels like you're just playing it on tv well, it's what's the really, really complicated method you told me about about guest it, accounts and the pad like, it sounded horrific when you told me <laughs> It's it's not really that complicated because on the instructions they explain to you how you can do this and they say oh yeah this this is difficult but it's not really all you have to do is you just create like another guest account on your on your on your PS4 but it has to be one that's like you know got a PSN address as well connected to it but it can be a free one it doesn't have to be a paid for one and then you basically just register the app with that with with that account instead and then what happens is it connects to that one but then when you press the button on the DualShock, it switches back to your main account. So then you can just use that. And Sounds this is what weird. made me try this yeah. because I was happier <laughs> about it from a security perspective because it means that I'm not giving the app my real like my real PSN ID. I'm giving okay. it like the dummy one, which yeah. has got nothing on it like at all. You know, even if someone got that, can't do anything with it at all anyway. So mm-hmm. it's but it works so well and like when it's like you know when it's the weekends and like if the kids are watching tv or something like that it's really useful you know to be able to just switch it on and just you know i can play on play on my ipad instead and it just looks really good so i got through like a fair bit of red dead redemption over the weekend because because I of mean, this i got grief saying i wasn't appreciating red dead redemption 2 to its fullest and then you're playing it on an <laughs> ipad screen yeah no matt you got grief because you rushed through it and didn't bother trying to interact with any of the characters or anything. In, <laughs> but you're in... playing on a fucking seven-inch screen. <laughs> Sorry? 
It's not a seven-inch screen. It's nine point seven inch, Matt. Of course, he knows to two decimal places. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> either way, at least I'm spending time to sort of, you know, enjoy talking the characters, exploring Have all you that kind of stuff. Every single person in the camp, at all times of the day, every single day, you're playing the game. You'd forgotten who all the people were. Like it's just. I mean, yeah, there's middle ground between that and not remembering anyone's names, Matt. Be honest. It was just the chef. I knew the other, all the other guys. Clive. So anyway. Frampton. Stephen. Stuart. <laughs> Sheila. I was good when Stu died. I know. Me Big too. Stu. Big Stu dead. <laughs> I'll sorry, spoilers. No, oh, whoops. Yeah. Either way. Anyway, you're You're right, Matt. Have you, have you finished your little skip? Just, okay. Are you enjoying the game? And what chapter yes. are you on? It's, uh, well, I've just started chapter four. And, oh, um... Good. It's. I mean, cool. the end of chapter three is fantastic, and I mm-hmm. really. Yeah, I mean, I took quite a lot of screenshots as well as that was ending because it was. It was. Wait, two long screenshots on the iPad. You press the power about? button and the slide. <laughs> the slide. Matt, you can still use the share button. It's fine. <coughs> okay. I mean, for a you... second, I did think like, well, what's he taking the screenshots? Exactly. Like, you really <laughs> have to squint to see. Play, you idiots. Anyway, I, I mean, I've been this because if worse. you did the screenshot on the iPad, you get all the compression artifacts. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Like I was mm. at least I was playing. But like... you're not going to are you going to get compression artifacts because it's taking it on the PS4? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. If you took it on the iPad, you would get the compression artifacts. But taking it on the PS4, oh, you don't. Does that make you're sense? Playing, I mean, that game is stunning, and I didn't for one second complain about the graphics of that game. It's unbelievable. You're screaming. Well, you, you just said it was a, a last gen game and didn't remember <laughs> who most of the said, characters James, were. I said some of the mission structure, and I liked it. Uh, do you have, so you've obviously played more. Do you think the mission structure has wildly changed since last gen? Um, I wouldn't say it's wildly changed, but it oh, still okay. works very well here. Okay, but yeah, okay, but anyway, you're you're playing Red Devolution two on a bloody iPad. It's unbelievable. I just From can't believe it's not uh, just not, so not, I can not get playing some it in HDR. In that. To be honest, I think that's the. Yeah, yeah, you could have done that in like you know what's it called like whatever. It's called, yeah, yeah, you can you can play on a seventy inch screen instead of VR. Anyway, I've tried that. It's terrible. It's yeah. uh, it makes you feel sick. It's it's not very good. Yeah, the resolution is bad. I, I played one yeah. game of Pez on that, and I was like, oh, this is quite a no- quite a good novelty. But the resolution is bad. That's, yeah, I yeah, tried to watch when I got my. Did I come out? I might have said this last week when I got my PSVR. I tried to watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine in three D on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nah. <laughs> well, it's, um, do you know about how you can choose the size of the screen as well? Like you can go between like small, medium, or large, or whatever. Oh, can you? Yeah, yeah, you can, but it's sure. not worth okay. putting it on small because then it like follows wherever your head's going, and it just feels uh, horrible because it's just yeah, it's just chasing you. And yeah. large is too oh, big. So you, yeah, you need to change the screen size. At least try the massive one because it is quite a novelty to see. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, I didn't know that was a thing. That might be worth a go. But yeah. it just yeah, just it's but it still looks terrible. It's anything looks okay. like kind of terrible. Anyway, so you can play by Devonation <laughs> two in the size of an envelope. Um, yeah. So what did you think about a, big, uh, a fat envelope, Matt? It's, well, it's still an envelope, mate. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so, 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 so you're, you're hugely enjoying it, I presume. Yeah, it is really good. I mean, one of the things that I'm enjoying the most about it is my horse. I I, I don't know. I mm-hmm. just kind of love the horse. I just love getting about on it, the feeling of controlling it. And it's just, you know, the, like the subtle way it moves around. It's just, you know, it's, it's great. It feels it good. It does yeah. feel like alive, you know, like it's something yeah. you're sort of. You know, that you don't have complete control over, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's been the best thing. Have you had many accidents on your horse? Because I, I didn't have any on mine. 
Did you not? Oh, I had a couple. Yeah, I, I obviously read loads about Pool, maybe putting in cinematic <laughs> mode, not looking or just falling off cliffs and stuff. But I, I was really conscious about that, maybe because I've seen so many, so many like videos of it online. So, yeah, I kept mm. my horse in good nick. But have you had many accidents on yours, James? Um, I've crashed once or twice, um, but it's not been fatal, so it's been okay. It's, uh, but yeah, that has. A, do you know the worst thing about that is you know. <laughs> I've really learned like not to bother trying to do missions at night if if at all possible because <laughs> it really does go kind of like pitch black and you can't <laughs> see does, yeah. anything and it's like you know I was I was like riding through a forest and like just went straight into a into like a tree and uh, yeah. that, that wasn't good <laughs> yeah well, I, so, I, even if it's nighttime I certainly wouldn't be bombing through a forest you know, <laughs> sometimes you're being chased Matt you know you've got to get away yeah okay I'll, I'll be now see strategy mate yeah. Either way, it's very good. Um, the other game, and, and, been... and you're doing all the side missions, I presume. Yeah, of course. You're doing every side mission and talking not, to every not, not mainlining <laughs> it, Matt. I'm not just you know trying to get through it as quickly as possible. No, I, so I, I, I did that. And, you know, I, I had mm. sh- I had my own issues with that, but what a game! What a game! Yeah, mm. it is very good. Uh, the other game I've been playing oh, is yeah, I've been playing New Super Mario Brothers U. Oh, okay, uh, which, cool. Which came out last week, and it's weird because I played and finished the Wii U version of this ages ago. And I wasn't going to bother getting this, but then you know what I'm like, and I did. And um, <laughs> it's got because I mean I got it also because it's got like the additional content. It's got the new Super Luigi Brothers or whatever. You know, it's got that. Oh yeah, yeah. And also my son wanted to play it. And I mean at the time I've I've said on the on the show before when like quite a long time ago that it's like it's one of the best 2D like Mario games released. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of remember though why I didn't feel like that when I first started playing it. Because the first couple of areas in the game aren't great. I mean, the, it's mm. it only starts to get seriously creative and interesting about like sort of two thirds of the way through. But then the other stuff from the beginning starts to become more interesting when you go back and start trying to collect like all the gold coins and you know the you know the big coins and stuff like that, and you start to notice stuff that you didn't notice the first time round. But it's also I'd forgotten that it is also really very difficult. Um, like for my son, it's been like a massive struggle, like to play. I mean, they've added. Do you know there's that character called Nabbit? Have you heard of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've added him as a playable character, and it's good because if you play as that character, you can't get hurt. Like if you, you know, if you walk into enemies or whatever, you don't, you don't get hurt at all. But the jumps are still often brutal, and it makes it um, really quite, quite difficult. It's still great. I mean, I'm about. How far am I through? About halfway through, I think. And but it's just been nice to be able to play it like in handheld and you know, sort of just you know, wherever I feel like it. And I'm looking forward to unlocking everything in this. And it's also got these really like nice like challenge mode bits as well, like where you got to do stuff like um, jump on like Goombas like one after the other, like all of them, like in the whole screen, you know, to try and get as many one ups as you can and stuff. And it's yeah. you know, it's pretty cool. It's kind of good. But there's one big problem I've got with it that. <clears throat> has kind of angered me. I don't know if any of you have heard about the problem with the jumping in this. No. Okay. So, they've made some modifications. On the Wii U, you could make Mario spin um, by shaking the controller. So, like, if you shaked it, then he would, like, spin around. On the Switch version, you can still do this by pressing, like, one of the shoulder buttons. So, that's that's okay. Mm -hmm. But what they've done now is they've done it so that if you press the jump button twice, um, he also spins. And... This is messing me up like big time like, as I play this. Because you know how it is? For the past 30 years, I've always pressed the jump button again when hitting something so that I can gain more height. You know, like you jump on like, a shell or whatever and then you, it, yeah, you, yeah, can yeah. Gain, you can gain more height with that. But now it's really difficult to do that because if you don't, the timing window is like really, really 
small. So if you don't do it exactly right, you spin and then you end up like dying or whatever or like crashing into something. And it's oh, just, shit. it's really, really frustrating, I found. I mean, it's still possible to do it, but it's just really tight, like the amount of time well, that you've got to press the button. Why would they made such a substantial change to saying it's <laughs> well, been in, reg- uh, in, in, in ground yeah. pool for like 30 plus years? Apparently, it's because of Super Mario Run, because that's how it works in that game. And what? they've changed. Yeah, exactly. What? They've I changed don't it. That. Who, who, have you, where have you read that from? Well, that is how it works because that is how it works in Super Mario Run, and it's exactly the same. So, I'm a lot of people are assuming that the reason is is because they're they're thinking, okay, people have played Super Mario Run, so they're using the same kind of mechanic, so that it makes sense to those people. But for people like me that have been playing it for like thirty years or whatever, it's really annoying because it's that's part of like the muscle memory of like when you're playing yeah, the yeah, game yeah. is to do that. And yeah, so I mean, I just wish they'd have made it an option so you could change it. Yeah, yeah, so that it, it doesn't do that, but you can't. It's just that's the way it is, and it really it's really irritating. I mean, it's still still a very good game, but this is it has irritated me. This has. I mean, it's going to take a long time, I think, to get used to that. If that's something they're going to do going forward, that's very irritating. And for, yeah, that. for for Mario Run to be the game that fundamentally alters the way Mario games are played yeah. from now on seems a bit. Because you know, it is you like know, you, you press jump and then you kind of press it again. You know around the right moment so you can just get a more height you know and it's yeah. just i don't know very so irritating this, this is the first 2d mario that's been released since run came out i presume right it is yeah i guess so yeah yeah, yeah that's that's sad that they think oh well there's loads of extra audience members now we'll just I th- that just that but, seems but, crazy like it, it, yeah. i could understand if mario run had been this like incredible like holy shit millions more people now play mario but i don't they feel like that happened, but maybe no, that's so. our perspective on it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, um, Mario wasn't in, like exactly the most inaccessible game. It's not like, well, thank God it's a mobile version because I never would have been able to play the home yeah. versions. <laughs> it wasn't like yeah. it even open to a new audience, really, I'm, I bet. Yeah, it wasn't this incredible renaissance for, yeah. for Mario. Mario games like are you back, <laughs> everyone. Yeah. The mobile game <laughs> saved the franchise. Yeah, and then now redefined how it works going forward. That's yeah, that seems really odd. And as you say, I just can't believe it isn't an option. Like, yeah. I mean, make it the default if you want, but why not allow people to change it to the old style? That's really strange. But yeah, really irritating. <laughs> this game yeah. does have some Mario Run style like challenges, doesn't it? I yeah, it does. Got... Yeah, it's got like challenge mode <laughs> stuff as well. And uh, yeah, there, there are similar kind of things in that. I mean, the, the four-player is really good. I mean, you can play it with a group of people, but mm-hmm. the big problem with that is is that you have to play with people that are like reasonably good at Mario games because it is hard. I mean, this yeah. is why I've always maintained, like if you want to play a Mario game with somebody who's not that great at platformers, you play a 3D one because they're significantly easier. The 2D Mario games are really difficult by comparison. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if you're just starting out, it's too frustrating you know, to, to, like, to go through. Yeah, I was sort yeah. of interested in having never played the Wii U version, but then the reviews all made it seem like it's totally in, you know, totally inessential Mario game. You know, it's not. It's I fine, wouldn't go that but... far. It's not inessential because it is seriously. It's one of the best like two D ones they've ever released. It's very very good. It's just, I mean, for somebody like you, Matt, who's never played any of these games, you wouldn't even notice the stuff with the jump. So it'd be fine. That's but true. It's yeah, just... you're, you're totally right there. You know, if you, <laughs> I've, if played, you've I've been... played a lot of Mario ones, so. Yeah, exactly. So you're you're the target audience here, you know. For this, it's, you know, <laughs> I'm a new Mario fan. Yeah, yeah, maybe I, I would like to, but I, I mean, it probably costs what sixty five pounds at the moment, probably. So no, it's not that much. I'll lend it to you, Matt, when I'm when I'm done with it. If you want, awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I would like it's, to because uh, you know more Mario is always good, but it's a shame. Oh, but what, what's this about? What, is it like that new? Is it? Uh, is it 
Not Bowsette. Who's the other? Who's the oh, new? There's, the, there's Toadette. Like you, there's that Toadette thing. I mean, I've I've hardly done that. I mean, Ra- when Rachel played it with me, she was doing that. Like she was, you be like Toad, like Toadette, and then you put the crown on, and then it turns into like a you know Princess Peach kind of character. But mm. the whole Bowsette thing never happened. They they yeah they no, didn't it's play not, it. It's not canon. That's no, just... it's, not, it's not canon. No, they they put the yeah. the into that. It's not canon. It just appears regularly for some reason on my Instagram search page. I don't know who told them. Okay, yeah. but that's <laughs> well, just that, you know, Sean. That's only because of what you're searching for. So. You follow Deviant Art. Is, is that, is that <laughs> the thing? <laughs> yeah, chock a block. Yeah. Okay, so well, that sounds fine. Uh, I'm still not like oh, but if mm. yeah, I know. What no, else I mean, you're if, if you're not into Mario games, this isn't going to like change your mind or anything but it is it is very good i mean it's yeah especially once you start um getting into the later stuff and it starts to get a bit surreal and weird and yeah it's just i'm into the 3d ones i just haven't i haven't played many of the 2d ones it was was, was weird because i actually hammered (laughs) super mario land back in the day uh but (laughs) but only because i don't know why is that funny james don't derisive laughter (laughs) it's Sure, come on. It's the one that I mean that wasn't made by like um yeah, by the proper studio, was it? Was it yeah, but no, I know what you mean. It was the original it, Game Boy one, so that's why I played loads. Just... Yeah, but the Mario Land was not very good. It, no, it was okay. It was good for the Mario time, Land, but it was... James, get it right, see for Mario Land. Yeah. It was not it was not as good as the um yeah, as the other ones, obviously. Well, what do you say in terms of two D Mario, because obviously we have that sort of uh data mined SNES games list for the Switch online service mm. last week, I think it was. And Super Mario World was on that and um yeah. Yeah. I've obviously listened to podcasts in the last couple week or so and everyone's like, Oh, Super Mario World is one of the best games ever. Is that the best two D Mario game or are you two yeah, super well, that, to play that again? I would say it probably is, maybe. Mm. And but this is why I'd say that this one, like New Super Mario Brothers U, is up there within definitely within like the top uh, maybe top three, top five. Like it's that good. It's mm-hmm. like it's very very good. I will I mean, say if- I, I mean it, my life can be so different. I I, I love my Mars <laughs> system and Mega Drive was the obvious next option. But uh, mm-hmm. I remember I used to go shopping obviously with my parents loads and I was younger because I was a child. I didn't have anything else to do. And I remember like. You know, lusting art over that Super Mario World SNES bundle they did. It was yeah. like 120 oh, yeah, yeah. quid. And I was like, oh, God, I just, I wanted it. It looks so good. <laughs> and I haven't really played much Mario in my life, but either we couldn't afford it or the Mega Drive is a done deal. But it could have been so different if I, but I desperately wanted that. So if and when Super Mario World comes to Switch, I, I cannot wait to play that. Only because oh, it's, like, it's fantastic. It's the same for my it's... childhood. I never quite got to play, and I never had a SNES or Ornes actually. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I have a massive soft spot for Yoshi's Island as well. Like, yeah. I... That's never going to come out again, though, is it? Because of the no other problems. I mean, it was on that list. Was it? Of the, yeah, it was on the the supposedly leaked list of SNES wow. games. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah. So, so I remember that was another that... SNES classic, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was like because it was very much towards the end of the SNES's life, so it's like as good as a SNES game will ever look like it's it yeah, was, stunning. It was the one that came out around the same time as Donkey Kong Country and yeah. Donkey Kong Country did really well and like Mario World 2 didn't really and mm. even though it's completely unjustified because like Mario World 2 is like definitely the better game like absolutely yeah. 100% the better game <laughs> and also looks better as well like if you look at it in yeah. retrospect it looks a lot better. Well, do, you, pretty... do, you know the, do you know the story around that? Which one? With Miyamoto. Yeah I know uh, he, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he was right. <laughs> he, was he was absolutely right. <laughs> uh, basically, Matt. So Miyamoto went. I think was he, he went. He was working on. Uh, yeah. So Mario World to Yoshi's Island, um, and went to visit Rare to see what they were working on Donkey Kong Country, and basically 
thought it looked absolutely disgusting. He hated the sort of 3D render to 2D stuff. Yeah, yeah I can um, imagine that. Yeah, so which is the, so then he went back to Nintendo. I was like, right, fuck this. I want everything in Yoshi's Island to look like it was drawn with crayons and it's going to be brilliant. And yeah. he was correct. Oh, wow. He was. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, apparently so Donkey you... Country is sort of inadvertently uh, responsible for Yoshi's Island looking the way it does. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, if you look at like Donkey Kong Country now, it it doesn't look good, like by comparison at all. If you compare the two games, they like, yeah, I one think mechanically aged well. it's it's aged quite well. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't like the look of it. I do remember seeing that again. Like I remember seeing that in like Debenhams or whatever it was when I was younger, thinking this looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah I, had, I was um... clearly on the precipice because I also the other day I found in my drawers, um, in in my chest drawers at my house, I've got like I know this anyway, but I had um, I've got the original Tetris and Super Mario Land like cassette singles on on cassette. Wow. I was like, so clearly I was like uh, <laughs> sort of semi Nintendo fan of actually having a console. Oh, if you knew what was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I knew my shit. I've, yeah, I still got <laughs> was that. Was that the Ambassadors of Funk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ambassadors <laughs> of Funk. Yeah, and, and yeah, and so I got that, and I've also got the Tetris one. And also, what's really annoying is that I think there's also like a Sonic single in like around the same time. And I remember seeing it in Woolworths. There was. So I, was like, I wanted to get that, and I didn't yeah. get it. And I, oh, yeah. But the song was like barely about Sonic, was it? It was like I can't remember. I can't I just remember. have like, like I Sonic featured on the artwork and the video and stuff, but it wasn't really. A, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I've still got those two in cassette. I'm sure they're worth zero pounds, but <laughs> still got those babies. Um, <laughs> just sitting in the drawers doing nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, anything else, James? Uh, yeah, I also played um, Accounting Plus. Ah, is this good? Because I bought it in the sale, and but it needs move controllers, doesn't it? Uh, no, I think. you can use oh, it. Is it with, not? Okay. No, you can use it. Another game you can just use a dual shock for. It's, well, um, well, there are many fucking playing. But I've heard nothing but amazing things when this came out on Switch, uh, not Switch, on Vive and Oculus and stuff back in mm-hmm. the day. Yeah, I mean, it's it's short. It's only about thirty minutes, like to about an hour long. And because mm-hmm. I got it because it was cheap, I think it was about six quid, like in the sale. Yeah. And I thought I'd have a look at this because I'd I'd also heard like very good things about it. And I mean, do you, you know what it's about, right? Do you know anything? I don't about- know anything. I know it's by Crows, 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 which is yeah. why I was intrigued. But that's that's basically it. So the premise is that you're supposed to be like entering like a VR simulation of doing like accountancy work. So right. when you put the headset on, you get like what happens is you get transported to other VR worlds though by mistake. And right. so the thing is, is that you're then supposed to be sort of like solving puzzles within each of those worlds to like get out and like get to the next bit. And it's, it's, it's funny because I mean, the opening tutorial is voiced by somebody. It just sounds like Capone Adam to me. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, that obviously worked for me. Like when I was listening to that, I was like, this is, this is already making me chuckle. Like just listening to the way he was like talking. It was, you know, like the slow, deliberate, you know, the whole thing. It was, it was really good. But then, the thing that really slayed me when I was first playing it is that you enter the accountancy world, like right at the beginning, and you have to like answer the telephone, and you answer it, and there's these two guys basically just shouting instructions at you, <laughs> and it's really hard to explain why it's funny, but it's just, <laughs> it's just the chaotic way that it's presented. Like yeah. this, you've got like one guy who's a bit louder than the other one, and the other one sounds like he's in the background, you know, just sort of like giving further instructions and it's just <laughs> that really made me smile like when I was playing I was I was I started laughing while I was playing it which is it's quite rare for me you know when I'm playing a game I don't <laughs> I don't generally laugh that much when I'm playing games but the other thing that makes it funny is that when you then go into these other VR worlds you get phone calls from them when they're trying to give you like advice on how to get in and they sort of chime in with stuff and it's the same sort of chaotic like nonsense and I mean each of the VR worlds that you go to is kind of inhabited by these like 
people just constantly swearing. Like it's just I've never <laughs> I haven't heard this much swearing in a game before, but it really works. It's it's really funny, like the way it's the way it's like presented. And you can sit there and listen to the dialogue for quite a long time and it doesn't repeat or anything, which mm-hmm. which kind of impressed me and it's it's kind of like funny. And most of these people that are like that you meet they're just sort of berating you for being there, like you, you know, that you shouldn't be like in their world or whatever. You know, you're just like interfering in what they're trying to do and stuff. And then you just, like I said, you just solve the the puzzles and everything. the The only thing with it I found is that the worlds that you go into, they're a bit hit and miss as to whether they work or not. Like some of them really made me laugh and were really kind of funny. Others not so much. I and mean, there was somewhere you're not really. I wasn't. You get like because it's like a puzzle. You're not really sure like how to progress or whatever. And they're like, oh, actually, I need to do nothing or whatever. Or I need to do like whatever you know to like to make it go through. But. It's. I mean, for six quid, it was definitely worth playing. I thought it's. It'll just. It really will depend on how you feel like about silly voices. And you know, <laughs> well, I, cause I really enjoyed. Um, I don't know if you ever played uh, Doctor Langerskoff, the Tiger and the Terribly Cursed Emerald. <laughs> No, nope, um, not played that. A, but yeah. a free thing they put out. I think it might be PC only, but have a, have a look on your Mac just in case. It's it's yeah. It was just a free like fifteen minute um, thing where you basically. So the idea is, yeah, it's supposed to be like this heist game and you sort of you start the game and they're like, oh no, sorry, someone else is playing it first. You have to wait for them to finish before you can have your turn. Yeah. And then it's like you're sort of running around behind the scenes, like activating things and like making the game work. For the, like you can't actually see what's going on, but basically Simon Amstel is like the narrator and he's like shouting in your ear, like, oh, I need to go and do this. Oh, I'm really sorry. I, you know, I know you want to play the game, but can you just, can you just like make it work for this person first and then you can have a go? And it's... <laughs> And it's yeah, it's really funny. So um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about playing Accounting Plus. You should uh, plus I, mean, I only paid about three quid for it because it was in the sale. Yeah, if you I mean, so, if you yeah. if you play this before next week, I'd love to talk to you about this because it's just yeah. the voices. Like Sean was the thing. It's just their voices <laughs> just really made me laugh because it's just exactly the right thing to like mm. tickle me. You know, like as I was like playing it, and it's just yeah, it's and it also I mean the other thing that's just funny about it is just the way that they react to you, like the the characters that you meet in the world, and just like. Especially when then like there's this one section I won't spoil too much, but it's like there's these this like kids that are trying to be like a like in a gang as it were, <laughs> and they're all just like swearing and everything, and they're just like you know who the fuck are you and all this kind of thing, and then they're like they're like you know you can't join our gang you're too cool you're you're not cool enough do something cool, but then like you do something which goes too far and then they're scared <laughs> and it's just it's just funny you know it's just stuff like that it's um. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's what, it's, what uh, it's the mechanics cool. in the game. Is it, it's so you're not using moves. So you're not like grab. Are you grabbing things in the game, or what well, exactly are you doing mechanically? I was using moves, um, but you don't have to. I mean, you do like grab objects. Um, it does the teleport thing, so you like move to locations, like on the you know like around, and then like pick stuff up, move things around, or do whatever you know, just to solve really really simple puzzles, like really simple. Um, but yeah, they they kind of work. But like I said, it just some of the worlds they don't really hit. And there was one point I think probably about two thirds of the way through where I was beginning to just feel a bit kind of like uh, uh, not not really feeling this now. But then it picked up again, and it was uh, it was much better. It's um, yeah, it's really good though. Definitely worth playing. Cool. Nice. Yeah, I I, I mean I, I yeah I, was, I remember people raving about that when it was on it was on PC VR. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, and. The only other thing I played is I played the Ace Combat Seven VR mode oh, yeah. demo. I've, I've uh, yeah, played it, Sean. I haven't yet. No, no. <clears throat> I need to get it down. Oh, I need, yeah, because I've not made a Japanese account and stuff yet. I mean, I, yeah, this, I, but, um, yeah. I mean, I, it, it basically was... took me probably like t- three times as long to create the account as it did to finish the demo. <laughs> it, it was not worth. It was not worth the effort, Matt. 
put it that way. Oh, really? I mean, <laughs> the amount of time it took to to deal with that, and then then you were saying, I mean, there was that whole thing where I was trying to work out where to, where to download it from I, because it turns I said, out just go to the page and scroll down. Come on, even when okay. You, okay, <laughs> if you're looking for something on the store, you'd think you just type in Ace Combat 7 like VR or whatever. You do that, it doesn't yeah. come up then. Yeah, you have sure. to go to okay. another page, and then you have to scroll through a bunch of other things as well before you can find it. You were trying to be all superior and like, oh, no, it's just right there, it's right there. <laughs> then you sent me a video showing me how to do it where you <laughs> couldn't find it either. But before sending the video, I said, oh, it's probably on the, either search or go on the main page and scroll down. And in my roundabout way on the video, I did basically just go to the main page and scroll down regardless um so you, so you didn't enjoy it at all James. No, I, I enjoyed it it's just that it only lasts for about four or five minutes and it's like i'd spent about half an hour setting up a japanese account and like doing all this stuff it wasn't half and an I just hour felt, anyway just felt a bit annoyed uh, so you know. it, was this is it just a time demo because i shot some i tried to shoot someone and it's ended i wasn't sure if i'd failed or what no i mean i shot down a load of planes Okay, yeah, I, I, I didn't do that. I was just basically <laughs> circling the island for ages, like because <laughs> there wasn't really much to do. And then the other you plane flew off, radar. and I saw that plane and saw the enemy planes and tried to shoot them and failed, and the demo ended. No, they come. They okay. So you just use the radar and then like follow the other other fighters, and then you got those ones coming in, and then you just have to like shoot them down. Yeah. Um, I, I was just following my following my dude around the island, and he was just doing flip, flips and loop the loops. I was like, "What's the point of this? This is ridiculous." And I was trying to feel a little bit like dodgy. I was like, "Oh, this is what's the point?" Anyway, and then he eventually flew off, and I followed him. And then they're like, "Oh, those are bogeys up there." And then, yeah, I mean, I was basically was not quick enough to like possibly just spin around and get everyone. But it was really exhilarating, you know, uh, flying in this jet above this little tiny island and trying to chase other jets down. Um, I, I, obviously, the whole game isn't VR. It's just a select few missions, mm. um, which is a shame because it it does yeah. work very well. I mean, it's it's like there is that yeah the usual sort of amazing sense of like place that you get in it. But then the only problem with it is that I felt is that it still suffers from that thing that a lot of PSVR games that are like realistic games do, which is the, like the resolution isn't that high, and so it doesn't look that great. And then so you don't feel. I know it's not that you don't feel immersed, but it it, it adds to the feeling of, of feeling like sort of sick and all that kind of thing. If you know what I mean? Because yeah, it's I, I, a I, bit the resolution definitely isn't great. But I, I, I was quite impressed with like the amount of detail in the cockpit. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think that's definitely one of the better ones I've seen in these sorts of games or in, mm-hmm. in games where you're, you're in a cockpit on PSVR. Uh, I, I, loads of detail, and yeah, it felt great. You know, to look out the window of this chair and to fly around this island. Uh, I was just, you know, I, I, I wasn't really. I guess I haven't really got the stomach for like really bombing around and doing flips and all sorts of chases the other the other opponents, but. Uh, but I've I've read loads of stuff on like the PSVR Reddit. Obviously, everyone over there drinks the drinks the Kool Aid, as it were. Anyway, so they're obviously <laughs> all over it. But loads people saying it's just such a fantastic experience of VR once you really get to grips with it all. Um, and and you can plug in like your like flight stick and all sorts. I mean, I haven't got one. Uh, yeah. Only hardcore mm. have. But so I think if you're really into that, it's probably a great a great game to a great game to have. But, yeah, I mean, um, definitely. I mean, I'm not really into. I'm not into like flight sims like that well not flight sims but you know what I mean like that that kind of style but it was yeah. it was definitely fun I mean I, I definitely enjoyed it I, I probably wouldn't buy it but yeah it was, yeah, sure. it was I think it is worth setting up I mean it's a short one but it's, it's worth a go yeah yeah, yeah okay. I mean it, it, I sent that James I never did to James like how to set up your Japanese account in 60 seconds I mean yeah <laughs> that takes yeah. 60 seconds finding the game to download took about half an hour <laughs> hardly <laughs> anyway yeah Sean I, I think it's worth it yeah, no, I, I will. I will. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I think I'm going to try and have like a VR week 
because like I've basically it's ridiculous how little I've used it considering it was like my main Christmas present and like the time I've spent with it has been brilliant um I think it's just like that yeah just having that discipline of being like right no I am just gonna put because you know I've got like every excuse because obviously kid goes to bed about seven um wife usually goes to bed about sort of nine half nine ish so really that gives me like an oh, hour yeah, and a half two hours to just yeah to just fucking stick the headset on and disappear and not be rude so there is, um, there yeah. is still that thing though isn't there because it's even if there is still kind of like a barrier i always find to like using it because especially after like a day at work or whatever there is that sort of feeling of just like i just want to sit down and just like yeah, in front of the tv and just look or at a thing yeah rather and than it, yeah i know what you mean it yeah. does require a lot more sort of effort to to play really than um yeah. than it does other stuff, but it is worth it. I mean, I found since um probably the back end of last year and towards now, I found myself playing it significantly more than I did when I first got it. Mostly mm-hmm. just because there's so much good stuff now. It's um yeah, yeah it's felt much I mean, more I, worth and it. And I can't even complain about the like I thought the the setup for it was going to be a fucking mess, um but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like you you know i've got the extra little box and the camera just sat on a shelf next to the ps4 and with the version 2 of the psvr headset it's the, the cable's really thin and nice it's not like a big chunky one anymore yeah um so yeah it's really not that difficult at all um so I, yeah I no, I, 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 you haven't got the move controls haven't you so i'm sure you're probably waiting for that in a in a sense yeah, yeah, that is definitely you don't a thing. Them, um, but yeah, as you say, yeah, there, there's plenty of games you don't actually need them, so I need to <laughs> well make the effort. Yeah, but there are games that do. I mean, like Beat Saber, Super Hot, etc. Um, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, are, 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 are they just <laughs> fully out of stock? Is that it? You can't get them. Uh, yeah, they're just not for sale anywhere. Um, Sony f- <laughs> fucked up so bad. They made too many for yeah. for PS3 and you know Move when it originally came out. <laughs> Now they suddenly have. I could, then all the the batteries must have died. Now they can't get enough out for PSVR. <laughs> well, that's it because like because when PSVR came out, um, they didn't have enough stock then, did they? Because I know loads of people who just had them sitting around from the PS3 days were yeah. just making a killing selling them off, like getting seventy quid for like yeah. selling them second hand. Yeah, I, I bought mine from I, actually. I, I got mine from from Spong, but I think I might have bought another mm-hmm. one because one didn't work and. Even okay. then, like that, they were they were they were gradually going up and up and up in price. But mm. I got like some PS3 ones, and they still work. I mean, it's probably they're probably about to die any, any day now. But uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you, you do need a week. I mean, you got Astro Bot, and that doesn't require require them. And there's just so much on there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've got I, yeah, like and I borrowed. Um, brothers lent me Moss and Doom VFR. Oh, um, awesome. So I've got that. Yeah, so I've got those to have a go on, and yeah. Many see, more I keep besides. I meaning Tetris, to try obviously. Skyrim in it again because apparently with mm-hmm. the move controllers that is significantly better. Like with see, I can't, like I'm, I'm not the biggest Skyrim like fan, but, but I <laughs> but I can imagine yeah it being quite enjoyable to just go for a fucking walk and just yeah. like, <laughs> um, especially like if you got the, does it have the expansion where you can like build a house in the woods and stuff and just I think we've got everything I think be a hermit remember, yeah 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 that'd be all right. Surely. Yeah, I, I do really want to try that. Actually, mm. I, I haven't yeah, played it for yet. But I, I also do. I, I do agree with you. You do sort of have to be in a mood, like because mm. yeah, I, I, I've I've also got like the breakout box just just in in like the TV cupboards, and uh, I've got the, the PS3 upstairs. But I just take that in the box. It doesn't take like more than like three minutes to get set up. Yeah, but I do yeah. feel like I don't want those cables out everywhere, so <clears> I like would tidy <throat> yeah. away. But if I think okay, I'm gonna play. Yeah, like when I was playing Astrobot, I just kept them downstairs because I knew I was going to be playing it every night. So mm. I feel like if you've got a few games on the list you want to play, it's just yeah, have a week of really smashing it and then yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like if I experience, yeah, I think it'll be like phases, sort of on and off. 
um of yeah sort of being primarily sort of psvr focused one week and then maybe not the next or whatever i'm really annoyed at myself that i forgot that the uh playstation store january sale ended on i think it was the 18th mm. and i'm now i'm just looking at all the vr stuff like oh man it's like uh star trek bridge commander with the next generation stuff's like 40 quid oh no yes oh yeah bridge crew like, yeah yeah, sorry, Bridge Crew, yeah. Um, I played a bit of that like, over the weekend, actually. See, I really want to play that with you guys because I think that'd be fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, but 40 quid, man. So, Easter sale, here we come. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're waiting for that now. <laughs> you know, you see, you know when you, like, because obviously I'd looked through the sale and was like earmarking things and thinking like, yeah, I'll, I'll grab that. Because I get I get paid on the 15th. I was like, yeah, when payday hits, I'll, I'll grab some stuff. And then just completely forgot in those three days I had. Um, and now it's like looking at everything. It's like, well, everything costs twice as much now. So it suddenly all seems like prohibitively expensive. So yeah, I was but, yeah. looking because that's the thing. I was just looking at Skyrim actually because I was thinking I'd like mm-hmm. to play that again in VR or whatever. Yeah, and then it was cheap in the um in the sale. Now it's up yeah. to like fifty quid, and I'm like, yeah. no, yeah, it's a fucker. So you're not uh, too much. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it started Matt, Bridge Crew. It got a physical release, right? So it's probably really cheap in CES okay. or something. And we could probably get plenty of enjoyment out of the original series stuff before. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's, moving um, on to it's the next great. generation, so yeah. I mean, it's not even like original original series stuff. It's like more like the film era kind of. Stuff oh, really? Where, yeah. Okay. It's uh, it's very good. I enjoyed it. Nice, uh, Matt. Yeah, so I, I also played Ice Combat and I played Bloodborne, but I played another game mm-hmm. this week uh, called mm-hmm. Vane. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Vane is a it's a third person puzzle adventure game from a company called Friend and Foe. Um, mm. and I, I got to play this basically without seeing anything about it. It got announced at the kind of funny, uh, game showcase, I think. That's, that's right. I, I thought originally. it sounded familiar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And a bunch of like, other indie games. And, uh, mm. but I wanted to play this basically without seeing any reviews. And I, and it, it, it's not often that you get to do it really, because often those people talk about games, they're on center. You can't really escape mm. the coverage. Even mm. if you purposely tried to avoid reviews itself you still get to hear murmurings but i hadn't heard yeah. anything about this and i got a code like the day or the, on the day it came out um mm. so it's really interesting and it's, it hasn't really happened much where i get to play a game fully free of any other sort of expect any, any expectation or mm. free of any other sort of you know ideas of if his game is good or bad or how it's critically received um and i'll 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 come back to the end about why that's interesting vain is um yes it's a third person puzzle adventure it's when you start it you think okay this is like a journey style game it's got incredibly sort of um i i i mean washed out is the wrong word but like pastel or quite quite desaturated yeah 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 yeah. desaturated tones uh you start Mm. off actually in like the first the first part of the game you're this boy um, and there's this huge, uh, enormous storm happening, and you're basically walking around this this location trying to find, trying to find where you need to go. Basically, um, mm-hmm. it, it's really dark. It's really hard to see, and as well as that, the controls are mushy as hell. Like it, it just felt <laughs> horrible to control. I was like, why does this feel so shit just to walk around? I wasn't having a great time of it. Um, it's one of those games as well. I mean, I've seen this loads recently, or maybe been more more sort of conscious of it but it's a game that has no heart whatsoever right and not only that there was also no indication of where to go um so i was like trying to walk around and i was like you know i eventually i found where to go um and then that chapter ended there, there was no dialogue there was no nothing it just like it just faded 
out and then mm. it faded up and now you're uh, a bird you're this crow uh, uh, <laughs> well you're, you're about you're, you're you're a dark bird it's not sure if you're a crow or like a you know another dark bird maybe like an eagle of mm. some sort but you're, you're, mm. you're let's say you're a crow for for the you know for the purposes podcast and you're <laughs> just you're on this uh, on this tree branch and you can press a button and then you're flying above this huge vast desert um you, you can you can see you know basically it's just emptiness around you as far as i can see you can maybe see some like um some like cliff edges uh you know, around you but you can fly around There's, again no indication of where to go um eventually you see these uh these little uh web, what, what basically it, it's it's clear that these things are these, these little veins these basically these little metallic structures which you can uh go over press x and then your bird lands on them even that is tricky and annoying frankly mm-hmm. you think right. okay i'm pressing x near this thing and even that is not satisfying and already i'm like at this point like seven minutes into the game and both the, the controls of both the boy and the bird are the most unsatisfying thing and and downright annoying things i've played in a long time um well once you eventually do find the the, the knack the, this fiddly knack to land on this on this little lip weather vane loads of birds uh congregate with you you press x and this weather vane sort of transforms and all those birds fly over to this other huge uh, structure in the center of the map at this point i'm still not quite sure what i'm supposed to be doing but i fly <laughs> over there I land on another another part of this big tower, loads of, uh, and something happens. I think the the thing might move, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, now what? Like, do I do I press that again? Anyway, so then I basically go off and explore again this huge, vast like desert area. And eventually, mm-hmm. after like 15 or so minutes, I do just realise, oh, I need to find the other four or five veins in, in this in this location. Uh, but right. even then, I was like, am I even doing it right? And What's what's annoying is that even traversing the environment isn't fun because it's really really fucking slow, and yeah. the controls sort of feel like flight sim era, like in the early nineties, where it was just really unsatisfying and really difficult to to do anything. The camera is all over the place. Sometimes it's really close to, close to the bird. Other times it's looking a different direction. I'm not quite sure why. Um, <laughs> you, you can see where I'm going with this game. Um, yeah. So after the bird bit. Um, then, um, the, then, then that chapter ends, and then you're the boy again. And now suddenly, unlike the sort of quite open world bits of the bird, the boy level, the the boy parts of the levels are quite linear, like puzzle orientated ones. And this is where I encountered the first of many ridiculous bugs in the game. So, <laughs> in this one level of the boy, uh, you're suddenly in this this area which looks quite vast. So it basically is like a big contained area. So you can explore this big area, but it's not quite open world like it was with a bird. And there's mm-hmm. loads of puzzles involving um, involving letting other, uh, letting other, other birds free and those birds will congregate at a certain area and that basically unlocks this larger puzzle. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was walking, I spent ages uh, going from one, pl- <laughs> one part of the level to the other and I was walking down some stairs and I just got stuck in the stairs. And there's no way to exit. The only way to exit is to basically uh, exit to menu and restart. And this game has five chapters that only saves 
at the start. It only saves in between chapters, basically. Oh, what? So I had to start that, enti- that entire chapter again. I mean, uh, admittedly, um, when, I, when I restarted it, actually, I had to do it twice because the other time I forgot about the bug and on the right-hand <laughs> side of the stairs. Just like, this stupid, I just thought, oh, that's fine. I thought, oh, no, fuck, I, I did it again. <laughs> but by that point, I can get to that bit again in like 15 minutes, so it's not quite so bad. But um, the, the, one central sort of element in this game is that it feels like a lot of the geometry. It feels like it's almost um, it's like dynamically generated. Do it, it mm-hmm. you know? There's lot. There's lots of like a, a sphere, a spherical shaped objects in the world. Loads of these like spherical objects in the world are stacked against each other. It just feels like the creators have found an engine or built something a tool that they can just generate loads of geometry at once, <laughs> and it feels quite natural in that way. But what it does yeah. actually is it just feels like I'm just waiting for for me to get stuck in the environment again. And also combine that with the really mushy controls and just walking around, which is really unsatisfying. Also, the boy <laughs> is so fucking slow. I, ca- I It's horrific how slow this boy walks. I'm like, so I've got mushy controls and it's slow and I'm waiting to fall down the stairs again or get stuck in some stairs. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I was not a fan. After that, there are some other levels where you're uh, pushing this giant boulder um around the map and that's interesting because wherever the boulder moves that basically dynamically uh, changes the scenery Uh, where there might have some stairs if wherever you move the ball that might now be uh like a gap which you can walk through or where there where you can see like um an opening ahead of you when you and these other boys move this ball suddenly that 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 changes the environment and suddenly there's now a wall there so there's certain elements where you have to move the ball in one certain section and press a button so it generates lots of energy and then you walk around another area where that ball's energy has has opened the area. But once again, there's loads of these parts of the game where it's it's, it's dynamically affecting your environment and every time that happened, I just got worried that it was going to crash or <laughs> get stuck again. Um, I mean, yeah, they've clearly found this technology or built this technology in, and yeah, this is pretty cool. We can dynamically generate stuff, but... I mean, for me, and after having those earlier bugs, I was just worried the whole time it's going to crash. Um, and then you get to the last level, which is basically an absolute nightmare. And the, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to spoil it, but it doesn't matter. There's, there's, I was going to say, I don't think I'm worried at yeah. this point. <laughs> there's, uh, so the last, the last part of the level, you're basically uh, ascending this tower, but the tower is constantly generating. So it's basically right. your, your walk around, you know, uh, in, yeah, so your, it's a 3D level, but you're basically you're 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 jumping and running up and up and up, and but it's, the camera's basically spinning around, and this tower is is all automatically generating, automatically generating loads of geometry at the same time. So there's loads of points where I was like falling down something. I'm like, am I stuck? Is this how the game is meant to be? Do I have to find my way out of whatever this game is automatically you know, dynamically generated on the fly? It was such a stress. Again, after having the earlier bugs, I'm like, this is just not satisfying. It's just this is like, it, it's like it's like someone saying, okay, look, this game is incredibly buggy, but just try and get through it. I wasn't sure if it was the bugs or that was the game they wanted to make or what, but I mean, it doesn't uh, sound like it. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> just way <laughs> too the much thing, of stress. Like, you know, is I, know he... I, was just, I was just having a look, and it seems you know you're. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem to have gone down very well. This well, game. That, okay, <laughs> so that's the thing. So. Um, okay, I will say one thing before I get to that. So, like, musically, it's got a really, really great synth soundtrack, and early on, it's, it uses mm-hmm. sound really, really well. It's like some really powerful music uh, points where it it, it 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 does do really well to elevate 
elevate the environment and, and, and the position you're in with the boy or the bird. So soundtrack-wise, it's fantastic. The graphics, it's really sort of downplay, but it does do some interesting things with lighting. Um, and mm. I guess, arguably, the lighting you know in conjunction with the dynamically generated scenery story-wise it's it's one of those classics of abstract indie t- uh, stories where you don't quite know what's happening there's mysterious figures in cloaks there's you as the boy or you as the bird and yeah who knows really um so i finished the game oh yeah also also one thing i think if it says a lot that with the review code there was like a guide to the game i mean you there, you often with review codes get sent like a, a reviewer's guide so it give you mm-hmm. all the essential stats how many maps are in a game this and the other developing yeah. you know developer but this is actually like i think there's it's like an attached word doc or shared google doc and it's like if you get stuck here are all the areas to get you out of this stuck thing which i think oh, sort of says no. a lot yeah <laughs> it says a lot if they're right. like, okay, and like you know if this was if this was, you know, like if you'd received that code like a month before release and it was like, hey, look, here's a list of bugs. We're working on it. Fine. Like you have to just sort of take it on faith that those things are going to get fixed, I guess. But when it's, yeah, when you got the code the day the game came out and people are expected to pay money for it, that's yeah. different. I mean, I mean yeah. so the, the dynamic generating stuff is impressive, but also it's just a massive stress. Anyway, so I finished the game and I was like, oh, what a fucking mess. Like, oh, I just... <laughs> You know, I wanted to like that, and early on, I was like, "This is interesting." You switch between the boy and the bird, and you know, it's 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 got a vibe of those other sorts of games like Journey, and so, I, I know, which is a shitty thing to say because Journey is such so above and beyond any of these other games that you normally say, "Oh, it's like Journey." But anyway, it's like yeah. that sort of vibe. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna like this." <laughs> it's just, isn't it really heartbreaking? You know, like as you get older, you learn not to, you know, just because you don't enjoy a game doesn't mean it's shit, right? You don't. You don't just say that things are shit because you personally don't like them, but then occasionally, and like you know, and obviously, like no, no developer sets out to make a rubbish game. That's just you know, no. And then occasionally, you do come across something where it's just like, ah, oh, fuck, no. Thing this is, is I, just I this probably, is just bad and poorly implemented, and it just doesn't yeah. work. So I finished yeah. the game, and I was like, what an absolute joke. But also, I'm like, this is interesting because I've managed to play the game, and I haven't heard what the critical response is, so I can't even say that. Or the reviews, good or bad, have affected how have um, you know made me feel or go in a certain direction. I thought, okay, brilliant. I finished the game. It was like late at night. Although the game, I think it's probably like three to five hours. I think it took me two nights of game mm-hmm. of gaming to get through. Um, mm-hmm. I googled it. First review: You're a gamer. You're a gamer recommended. I was like, oh my really? god! I've oh god! I've totally misjudged. Like hang on <laughs> did i like it or i was like how is this the case and i was reading a review and it's like a really well written review of course i can't remember apologies to review it but it's really well written of course um i was like how have i like missed this and like, they do mention the controls aren't great mm-hmm. i was like oh my god and then i tweeted saying you know like uh uh love it when you play a game you think it's rubbish and you see the reviews and other people are saying oh no it is bad isn't it and i was like hang on and look at metacritic and basically you're a game are one of like only two <laughs> to give it a positive review all the rest <laughs> are overwhelming negative or mixed but Brilliant. i just thought it was really interesting because like, it's just so rare that i get that opportunity to play a game without knowing the critical response beforehand so you can it is the best way to play a game because you, you're not influenced by anyone else and yeah. it, it's it's such a refreshing uh, experience to have but um yeah but then you get I, you then to say then you get the thing of like ah oh, this was shit let me just see what everyone <laughs> else was, thought. And then if it turns out everyone else loves it, you're like, oh, no. I know. I was I mean, I'm either I was like, an idiot or yeah. I did. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't your game essential, thank God. I was like, oh, my God, recommended. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what? But, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I think if I if I hadn't maybe had those earlier bugs, and I, I, one would presume they're going to patch those bugs out. If I hadn't had them, maybe I'll be excuse me, maybe I'll be less worried about it. But those yeah. just stress me out, especially with all like the, what it feels like. I mean, the last level literally is the geometry dynamically generating in front of you, but the rest just feel yeah. like they've probably been they, that's probably have been how they that's probably how they've been created. And if it wasn't mm-hmm. for those earlier bugs, maybe I wouldn't be so stressed about it. But uh, yeah, 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 it's a shame it had it had potential. But my God, no, it, it, it was not for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a shame, really, because uh, yeah. in some aspects, it it, it does really well. But uh, generally, on the whole, it, yeah, it it just did my head in, frankly. <laughs> it's a shame. I mean, you sort of yeah. forget when you play games like <coughs> Inside and Limbo and stuff. I mean, yeah. they all have a certain style, but they're so expertly sort of crafted, and you know, they've yeah. And when you've only played the good ones you assume it must be not easy but you know <laughs> like it it's you can sort of assume that games like that will be of a reliable exactly, standard yeah. i mean you, and, you look um, at the screenshots yeah. this you're like yeah I, I i know the measure this game it's one another one of those games you know yeah but yeah and i mean I, i'm sure if and when they patch the patch the bugs this will maybe be a bit of a different experience and you know clearly other people like guy you're a gamer and someone else that they think it's really really good um, mm-hmm. I did not quite have the same experience, but you know everyone's different. But yeah, that was lame. Yeah. Uh, it's out on PS4. I'm not sure if it's out on Steam. I know it's definitely on PS4. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I know. But yeah, but that's I, mean, I don't think anyone's going to be rushing to buy it after that. But yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, it's probably just me also just getting stressed, you know, because of the bugs, I guess. And oh yeah, anyway. I don't yeah, think but it that's, that's that. not on you. That's still the game's fault. Yeah. If, it, like if the game's, if the game's bugs are so bad that it's actively making you like worry about them going forward, then that's exactly that's yeah poor, isn't it? That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, with so many games, and even not not indie games, but there's so many other games we play, you know, Nemaros and you know, Call of Duty's all sorts. Like mm. the, the bugs are relatively few and far between, but so you sort of forget. Oh yeah, this is what a solid game does, and you sort of forget what's like the other end when actually games are probably incredible. Like, I imagine incredibly hard to make. And yeah. it's only because you're so used to yeah the games which have very very little bugs or very little big bugs. You yeah, only yeah. get one like oh this has got one, but yeah, yeah, not satisfying unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, th- th- that was vain. That was my week. Yeah. Cool uh, emails, James. Okay, uh, if you want to email us, it's uh, podcast at thecomputergameshow uh, dot com. Uh, the first one we've got is from Tom Bailey. He says, hello, gents. Uh, first and foremost, James's opening Deadly Premonition stream was predictably excellent. See. Uh, that's- very kind. I don't agree, but yeah. No, it was uh, definitely excellent, James. I, I know you were probably nervous, but it was brilliant to watch. I loved it, man. I can't wait for the next one. I know you're worried because you haven't streamed for a while, but yeah, it was excellent. Don't worry about it. Uh, I need to get back into the hot house as well while I'm playing. I think that'll yeah, help. Yeah, and that. <laughs> uh, please make sure you play through the whole thing, including all side quests. <laughs> I, I will play through the whole thing, but I can't make any other promises apart from that. Uh, now to the point, I've been listening to some older pods and particularly enjoyed the bit in episode 74 where Matt scoffs at the suggestion that Fortnite could overtake PUBG in popularity, <laughs> stating that PUBG will, oh. and he quotes, absolutely destroy it. Oh. Uh, what's the most wrong you've ever been about a game? <laughs> uh, probably that one. I mean, in, in my defence, <laughs> like, you know, Epic just nicked PUBG wholesale. PUBG was, you know, it was the most popular game ever. Um, no one could have foreseen that. Right. Literally no one. No um, one. I mean, to be fair, yeah, like I, like having not really played either, I would always sort of assumed that like PUBG having the head start, 
would always have the edge on like new stuff and like new ideas and implementing you know sort of new you know new stuff and that just doesn't seem to be the case at all it I feels like Fortnite just totally over top just come in and nick the game wholesale well yeah <laughs> i think we probably should have done seeing as the fact that it look it always looked like the developer put like no effort into sort of improving it like at all and it just mm. was in the same sort of state for such a long time you know, yeah so i mean it just seemed quite stagnant in comparison to fortnite which yeah. like yeah it's really strange whereas like yeah fortnite they were releasing new stuff like pretty much constantly weren't they and sort of just kept yeah. on doing stuff to it oh, it's, presumably it's yeah. a much larger team but then the money yeah. that PUBG was making don't see why they couldn't have competed yeah. but uh, yeah i don't know i mean i enjoyed pubg but i was you know once i finally got into it but i was we i mean the people i play with we did get pro- you know sort of progressively more sort of irritated by all the bugs and the problems that were with it and the fact that it never seemed to get any better and often like on xbox new releases seem to make it worse like over time you know just mm. simple things like with the ui you know like where it's like the you know the um parts of the ui like didn't work or were obscured and you know yeah. settings changed all the time it's just you know ridiculous it's terrible yeah Weird. Um, in terms of being, I mean, I'm probably wrong loads about games. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, but often I, I guess I, I mean, my, my, I don't really have many controversial opinions about games. I mean, I might be wrong in terms of how I play games, sure, but <laughs> generally, I'm, I guess, I, I I'm not very controversial on my game reviews. But I was definitely wrong on that. But no, no one can see that coming. I think the worst one for me was. I thought Brink was going to be like the fucking best oh, online Oh, but most people shooter. did those Sean, to be fair, didn't they? Well, yeah, a lot of us were fooled with that one. So it was geared up count. to be a biggie. And it and it, it had good ideas um, and the free-running stuff was cool. It just barely fucking worked and the shooting wasn't very fun, unfortunately. Brilliant art style as well. Um, but yeah, absolute toilet. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I thought Lawbreakers <laughs> was really, really good. I was excellent like, on that free demo Lawbreak- weekend. Me and John Denton played it. I thought this is just such fun. That but was really good, though. No one else like, agreed. That wasn't, that wasn't you being wrong. That was the world being yeah. wrong about Lawbreakers. No one else agreed with you there. <laughs> what about you, James? You must have loads. Uh, what do you mean, Matt? It's not very nice. <laughs> You've got a lot of regrets. Come on, let's <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> well, like, we talked about Donkey Kong sixty four earlier. That was we fun. did. You know, yes. I thought, thought that was going to be good. It yeah. really wasn't. It was, uh, yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> um, I know I bought loads of games over the time that you know over the years that I've kind of regretted, but I can't. I know I can't really think of any like recently because most nowadays because it's so obvious, you know what's good and what's bad most of the time. You don't you tend not to buy yeah. stuff that's like really terrible, you know these days. Mm-hmm. I was wrong about the Switch. I'll admit that. I mean, I thought when we first heard about that and all the like the details of it, I thought that was going to be like not going to go very well, but it turned out to be you know very successful. Well, we all thought there was only going to be about five games for it, didn't we? Which at the time, which was yeah. worrying. Um, well, there was all those things, wasn't there? Like stuff like the fact that it only had thirty-two gigabytes of like of storage space and stuff, oh, yeah. and everyone was just like, "That's mad!" Like, why would you yeah. do that? And you know, as it but, happens, it more or less works out unless you want. I mean, I know there's a, there's a couple of games that just completely break it, but yeah, or you can just buy an SD card and it's fine. Yeah, certainly. I guess I thought Xbox was going to absolutely crush this gaming generation and that to win the opposite <laughs> way. You must have been the only person who thought that, especially after those conferences. Yeah. It was like, you know, it's terrible. All they had to do was make a better 360. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's interesting, you know, I was, I've watched a couple of videos about that on YouTube recently, like sort of, you know, going back to that E3 where they showed off, you know, with the TV, TV and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I would love mm. to watch the original, uh, the original announcement, actually. It's, but that's it is interesting. Like just the fact that they did 
kind of blow it, didn't they, really? Because the, the 360 did really well. And it at least, I mean, for most of that generation, it was way ahead of the PS3. And then mm. it sort of, you know, eventually it's sort of the PS3 cut, you know, caught up and everything. But they really threw it away, like, in a massive way, just by, like, changing, like, direction. I think it was, I mean, I think Connect was one of the reasons for that, in that it gave them this sort of, like, belief that because Connect did so well that they could take it in the lifestyle direction and stuff. And then, yeah, it didn't, it didn't turn out, didn't work out that way. It would be really fun at some point to do like record us watching like e3 10 years ago or e3 five years ago yeah <laughs> yeah i mean take I mean, a drink I mean, every time um, something cancelled comes up and yeah, like... <laughs> i mean giant bomb do that exact same thing oh, do they? That's, that's no reason why we can't do it sean no reason why <laughs> yeah, we can't. Yeah, I, it, I would fine. love to watch old conferences and and yeah and talk definitely over. I'd, I think I'd, that'd be I'd love to sit there and watch that konami one again because it's still the best one ever. <laughs> yeah. But, but, I, I, but yeah, I, I, that's actually a great idea, Sean. We should definitely do that. But also, yeah, yeah, I would love to watch the original Xbox One announcement like conference because mm. we're just overmouthed. I remember all of us finishing with that thinking, what have they done? <laughs> What's happened? It was so, it was so easy to make a all, better like, All they did, they're only... They should have gone all in and not put a disk drive on it. And then it would have all made sense. Yeah. Like... The restrictions on, you know, the, oh, here's how you'd swap games with people and stuff. But, like, buying games on PSN is is probably more restrictive than what they were suggesting. Mm. Um, but it was just, yeah, I think it was it was the fact that, like, it sort of, it affected the disc games as well, didn't it? Whereas I think if they just went, no, this is the future, it doesn't have discs, that might have played out but then shops would have all kicked off because they obviously wouldn't be able to sell any games it wouldn't have the same high street presence yeah. and you always hear well, about in america like, not having yeah, great infrastructure is bad isn't it with the yes, internet and everything true. So. yeah 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 because you forget how much of america is rural like most well, of it also it turns just, out yeah. also just really uh, bad companies you know like yeah oh, stuff, yeah, so, yeah yeah um, mind you we can't talk really it's pretty terrible here as well but um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But whenever I hear on a podcast of people talking about their internet speeds and stuff, or like most or loads, like a huge swaths of the population not having decent internet, and also and also talking about their like data caps and stuff. Yeah, the, the yeah, data caps sound the thing that blows my mind when you hear that. It's like, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one says, uh, "Hey guys, this is from uh, Jack Mulder, and he says uh, meant to send this over the Christmas break, but totally forgot until the new pod popped up in my feed this week." First off, uh, great job on the first pod of 2019. You guys managed to transition to a Daveless show really well. Even if it did keep <laughs> expecting him, even if I did keep expecting him to chip in every now and then. Two main parts to this email. Firstly, I received a PSVR for Christmas and have loved it so far, playing Moss, Astrobot, Beat Saber, and Te- Tetris Effect, amongst others. I wasn't hugely sold on PSVR until James and Matt were singing the praises of Moss and Astrobot, and when Dave managed to play Astrobot and also spoke highly of it, I really started to hope that one of the gifts under the tree was a PSVR and I wasn't disappointed. I even agree with Astrobot being named Game of the Year. I loved Red Dead Redemption 2, but Astrobot was just so different from anything else and feels like it opens a door into what gaming could be in the future. My other reason for writing is to do with the Game of the Year format and a suggested edition. I know there's already a listener's choice, which is great for highlighting games that you three or four might not have had the chance to play, but I want to suggest another listener's choice for the game. Uh, The game that perhaps best sums up the year for TCGS. For example, my vote for 2018 would be Detroit, as I can't see anything about that game without thinking of the feud between James and Matt, or Onrush, as I hadn't and still haven't heard anything 
heard anyone singing its praises as much as Dave. It's not so much an award for best game technically or even popularity-wise. Instead, it's a game that you can look at without thinking uh, without thinking about the show. Anyway, sorry for the huge email. Uh, looking forward to the next year and seeing how the three of you carry on with the show. I'm still looking forward to every Wednesday morning when a new show pops up in my feed. Yeah, thank you. Cheers, man. Um, that is an interesting idea. Like a <laughs> what? Yeah, what game defines the show for that year? You know? Yeah, <laughs> rightly or wrongly. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Detroit had definitely taken that last year, just of all the all the shit that we all you, know, <laughs> you guys gave it. Shit going there. I've still yeah. not even played it, and I'm never going to. Oh, it's a shame, <laughs> sure, It's a bloody no. It's, like... <laughs> it's yeah, a very average I... game. Well, so 2017. Like, what would have been in 2017? Um, because it's, it's obviously easy to like go to like games in like the game of the year and like the game of the night and the wood stuff, but that that was just right at the end. That that wouldn't have defined the year. Was that? Was say, would, would on, it was not? That, was that, that Breath of the Wild and Mario? Yeah. yeah, wasn't it? I th- and I, I think it probably would have still been one of those. Yeah, I think I can't really right. think of anything else. I mean, we were talking about Zelda for so long. Yeah, and because Dave was relatively late to it, wasn't it? And yeah, then he yeah. played it, and that just the conversation just started all over again. And it was it was great. Um. So yeah, but no, I can see why. Like some years, that would be an interesting category to have. I think. I mean, the year before, it wouldn't have been my choice, but Time for Two probably because we spoke. Yeah. They took yeah, about that for like eight weeks in a row. But exactly, it would just have been whatever game Dave was banging on about for ages. <laughs> you know, it's it's just that's what used to happen. <laughs> but yeah, but, but Dave was banging on about Detroit this year, and we met, and like I, I mean last year, and I think that probably would have taken the 2018 title. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, I'm excited to see what the 2019 one is. Yeah. yeah. All right, next one uh, this is from James McCall. He says, Hi, guys. I wondered if you ever find yourself having to defend your interest in games when talking about it with others. I'm in my early 40s, and I'm still hesitant to mention my love for games when asked what interests I have. I talk about my love for music and movies much more to, to many more people rather than mentioning games. Every Christmas, I get puzzled looks from my in-laws when I'm unwrapping a new game I'd ask for. Does this happen to you at all? Yes, one of my one of the worst occasions of this was in 2003, as I was waiting patiently outside a Virgin Megastore in London for a gaming celebrity signing. A group of very attractive girls shouted out from their office window from over the road, asking what we were waiting for. When we told them, they laughed their asses off and spent the next few hours sticking their fingers up at us in the queue and holding up loser signs at us. Normally, this would have wouldn't uh, would have affected me, but it didn't because I waited six hours in that queue and I met the person inside the store. I spoke to him briefly, and he signed one of his newest games for me. His name was Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> when, he says, when he says, when he says, held up loser signs. Yeah, I know. Does like he mean this. does he mean doing the the L with the thumb and forefinger, or does he mean they actually made like paper I, I signs? Would hope it would be signs that they just written loser. <laughs> yeah, like, it's that? actually they're the losers. Imagine, <laughs> like, imagine like there's a queue outside. Okay, well, good. Oh, wankers, like. Get on with your jobs. What you've got nothing better to do, clearly. Oh, guys, how about we write loser signs? Great idea, Steve. Let's do that. Get Hold on them the off for hours. Yeah. Profess it. Um I mean I think things are very different. Two thousand and three was longer ago than you think. Um yeah. I've yeah, like I I don't really worry about having to defend it anymore. Like I I don't know. I don't God, know if it's no. just the way, the way you talk about it. I think if you go in just sort of really unapologetically, just like, yeah, I play video games. I, don't, <laughs> it's, I think if you act like it's not a big deal, then people are less likely to think it's 
yeah. weird. Um, but I think obviously, like generally, things have changed. Um, like certainly, my in-laws don't really get it. But I also, I don't know. I just don't even bother explaining anything to them at this point. No, see, I, I did the same thing because no, I don't talk to anyone about it really because no one really? cares. And you know, if it's what's the point? I'm just not really yeah, I mean, I because I like I don't have anyone at work that I can talk to about games and i think if i did have one person i think everyone else would be like what the fuck is he talking about um but because, yeah like it, it doesn't really come up like I, obviously i know a few people at work who like their kids play Fortnite or whatever um and which is sort of interesting because that gives me a, a a way to be like yeah i don't really play it it seems to be like it sort of skews a bit younger although it is like fucking massive have you, have you guys played PUBG? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm a PUBG guy actually. Yeah, yeah, it's totally going to crush Fortnite. Um, so yeah, and then like yeah, and there was one like a, a kid um, got like really into Overwatch, and I, I did have to stop myself and oh, who's his main? Like you know, um, because I knew that she wouldn't even like she'd be like, well, I don't know, it's a game for kids, isn't it? And I'm like, eh, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, generally speaking, it's not really something I worry about too much i think it's certainly a lot a lot more normalized um than it used to be i don't know what it's like for kids these days or like teenagers i assume they have an easier time of it than we did like in high oh yeah i bet stuff, they do. Like. <laughs> i mean so many people playing fortnite it's more like the kids who don't are better like well, you don't yeah. you're not playing fortnite what's wrong with you yeah yeah and it's like i so, say like talking to people at work who've got teenage kids like over christmas they were like they didn't do anything. They just stayed like stayed in on their yeah. phone or played online it's not games even with teenage kids. I mean, I, like yeah. Rachel, I was talking to her like about you know like because well, she plays games from time to time. And, mm-hmm. Well, she yeah, she plays them quite a lot. And she yeah. said like in, you know her, her school. I mean, she's in primary school, and like all the kids mm-hmm. on her table are just talking about Fortnite all the time. And they're <laughs> and they're like what nine years old. You know, it's wow. um, yeah, yeah. A mm-hmm. guy at work. He said like him and his wife obviously like you know did Christmas, brought us a present. But actually, um, all their son wanted to do was was play Fortnite. So they got him loads of other cool mm. stuff. But then, like after presents opening, is like back in his room. He got a new headset, admittedly, but he's just mm. like, oh, "I just want to play Fortnite." I was like, "You could have just got him V Bucks, and he would have had the best Christmas ever." <laughs> <laughs> I don't get. Yeah. It. I still don't. Yeah, I mean, like, in, in terms of work, like, I, 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 my mate Joe will talk to him about games every single day, and there's mm-hmm. some other people. I mean, like a, a lot of people like play games, but they just don't talk about it like me and Joe do. But um, yeah, but there's like another guy, Chris, on my table, who's like he's really excited for Resident Evil Two on on Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, but I mean, everyone sort of knows me as like the the, the nerd who does the gaming podcast, so it'd be pretty <laughs> silly for me to say I'm not talking about it. Like everyone knows <laughs> I'm a massive nerd, so it's it's all cool. Like I've done like podcast uh, projects at work for other clients, and it's mentioned in the meeting that I've got like a gaming podcast, and then mm-hmm. other projects I'm I'm doing. It's like it's related to gaming, and so. Yeah, cool. it, I mean, I'm it's yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just known for that. And in terms of other people, like even like obviously uh, like my in laws, they ask how the podcast is going, and I said oh, I'm doing we're doing Twitch stuff, and like, what's Twitch? And <laughs> yeah, so it, yeah, you I, say I, oh, just, you just play games and people watch you, and they go what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, but get yeah, some money. I oh, play okay, really okay. bad games, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I presume you guys have all had to do the yeah, like it's kind of like radio. But you d- you download it on your phone and then listen to it. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, it's like oh, it's okay, a, okay. It's a po- it's a broad guy. I forget about it. It's a file <laughs> with re- oh, forget it. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I mean, I, I mean, a few years ago, yeah, I would have been a bit like, oh, you know, but I, I just fully lean into it now. I'm working with yeah. actually, we're working with this other other 
gaming related client at work and um I was talking to one of the women from client services the other day and she's like, yeah, so they just saying about this Twitch thing. What's this Twitch? Is it like Facebook live? I'm like, oh no, it's like you, you stream games. And I like, took it to Twitch. And I was like, have you heard about Fortnite? It's like, oh, my boyfriend talks about it. I was like, have you heard about Ninja? It's like, no, what is that? <laughs> I was like, it's this guy. He's like streaming every day. He's making like 500 grand a month. He's like 500 grand a month. I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and then, like 10 minutes later, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? It's like, I should say, you know, I don't know. I don't know actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah like, that's why you, you know like every time you know games are mentioned on any tv show it's like games are the biggest entertainment product with yeah, selling millions mo- every day yeah. music right. yeah, yeah yeah and it's like because for whatever reason that is that does make normal people sit up and be like oh oh okay um like that still works for whatever reason but like i think that the the other thing i have to sort of bite my tongue with is like so you know say when people at work are like oh yeah they all play Fortnite and it's running around shooting people and it's like not dissing running around shooting people but are you aware like of the like absolutely absurd like breadth that you can get within games now and like all the different sorts of experiences you can have and games that are you know actually like really thoughtful and and interesting or artful or whatever and but you know without without being like oh i don't play those shooting games because i do um i don't know it's just, it's interesting like you wonder how much like sort of you know people slightly older than us realize like how sort of wide games are now i don't know yeah it's it's, i mean it's like that now but what i mean in 20 years time like when like mm. the you know the, the like i guess when like asher and when rachel grown up to our age it's just gonna be i mean i like to think that it'd be a bit more normal but who knows who knows yeah but then but by the time we're that age we might not even recognize what people in their teens are playing at that no. point we might even like we'll right, still so playing that fork knife yeah. like, so, <laughs> <laughs> um that's it so for yeah, that's it i think yeah um uh, tweets. tweets if you want to tweet us it's at computer game on twitter uh sean r 2019 how do you think the last one went uh, i was pretty nervous with the first episode back <laughs> I, thought, I thought yeah i was even though i was on it for years uh, i was fine until yeah, like I was absolutely like you know, all over Christmas, I was like not worried about it. It's going to be fine. On the day, I was like, oh no, we have to actually do it now. But um, no, I, th- I thought it went really well. Like, ob- you know, as we've said, we're not saying oh it's just as good without Dave. <laughs> but obviously, you know, it'll be different. But I know I thought it went really well. Yeah, I mean, it, it is going to take us a few weeks to really get in the, the flow of how this show works now. Just for us, mm. um, I'm sure we'll have guests on at some point, but we're sort of right now just enjoying finding our feet and seeing what this new sounds like. And obviously, we miss Dave, you know, terribly every day, but we'll, we'll carry on. It's going to be a while, I feel, until we're we still have to hear from him on WhatsApp most days. So it's all right. Yeah, yeah, st- still getting, still getting that, still getting all feedback. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I think it went well, but you know, it's, we're still early days. We're, we're just, we're just, we'll, we'll keep pushing on. How about that? Yeah. How do you think it went, James? It's all right. Okay. Andre <laughs> Gushwind. Um, Will James is back, actually. Will James publicly apologised to Switzerland for being unfriendly on the last pod? No, because I wasn't. It was, as I said, it wasn't that. It was just other, <laughs> other issues. You know, so it's you know, <laughs> it's not Nothing against the country. Soft. It's great. Nothing against the Swiss, just the few that I met while I <laughs> <Yeah>. was there. <laughs> Yeah. No, it was it was absolutely fine. It's uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, will Matt cut costs on the pod this year and give us a huge bonus as a new CEO? Well, we had to make ourselves <laughs> leaner, and so we had to lose a member. You know, I was yeah. thinking about the Twitch money. I was like, well, hang on, but, like, <laughs> we have only three of us. 
Yeah, but you've paid up for the website and stuff, so actually you're the only one losing money at the moment. Yeah, but I'm investing back into the business, Sean. That's, That's true, it. yeah. Speculate to accumulate. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah I put the money we got, bang it back into the business. I'm sure it'll pay dividends in like 10 years' time when we're millionaires. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about. I'm paying I mean, the I'm, long game. I'm, I mean, I'm still paying out every month for Midnight Resistance. It's what? <laughs> for yeah, what? The it, domain? Well, it's, like, it's on fucking Squarespace, isn't it? And I just... And oh every so often God, I think, Sean, oh, I, prob- I probably down. should just... Well, yeah, I think I probably should close it. And then it's like, oh, but I need to archive the podcast somewhere. And Yeah, just move it all to like WordPress.com or something. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, I should. Man. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I mean, as CEO, it's not about that. It's about you know, as any good CEO says, just it's about the future. I'm just trying to make a sustainable <laughs> business. Anyway, uh, what does Sean think about Wargroove? And is it a possible stream game made with community maps or multiplayer? Um, so I played this at Rest um, a couple of years back, and I think maybe it just wasn't a brilliant demo because it just kind of chucked you into a mission, and you had like 15 different unit types, and it was all just a bit bewildering. It felt, um, you know, like Advance Wars works as well as it does because it's actually quite streamlined. There's not a huge amount of unit types, and you all have really sort of clear relationships with each other, whereas this was a bit like... Oh, this is one unit that does like a a lot of damage to these units and a bit of damage to these units and no damage to all of these units and but then loads of different combinations thereof because there's so many different unit types. Probably in the full game it'll like introduce those gradually and it'll all sort of make sense. But as a demo, I wasn't wasn't too thrilled about it. But um, yeah, definitely. Like I mean, obviously, see what the reviews say. Everyone seems like everyone who's who's playing previews of it and stuff seems really pumped about it. So I think maybe. I'm just an idiot, but we'll see. Yeah, I never got to play Advance Wars. Um, it's really oh. good, man. Yeah, and so I missed game. out on that. Uh, so it's out on DS, right? Well, it was yeah. Game Boy. My, um, the first time I played it was on Game Boy Advance. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, so I, it, I, I had a GBASP, but I guess I didn't play it for whatever reason. I mean, totally mm. missed out, and I've obviously seen <laughs> this and thought, okay, this is a new one, so I'm really pumped to see what it's like if this if this does what the original one did, uh, did so I can try and experience it. Cause, uh, yeah, and especially, yeah, like if you get into Fire Emblem as well, I mean, it's it's different, but yeah. um, still it's you sort of turn-based sort of grid, you know, uh, turn-based strategy. So, yeah, good shit. Thomas at LamaFluff42. Interested in Matt's Bloodborne tactics, which mainly involve panicking, running away. He really doesn't like being chased. Uh, fascinated to see how he gets on loving the streams. Well, well, hang on, because if you, if you didn't like being chased, then you wouldn't run away. You can't chase you if you just face them head on, right? Yeah. I think I think maybe you. You're I thought into, that was a tactic. It. I like I draw yeah. them out, I run back, oh, yeah, yeah. and I go back in for the kill. Yeah, just kite but them I really do not then... like being chased. That's an absolute fact. Uh, at, <laughs> uh, Josh Balls at Joshy Balls Two. Uh, I can't remember if it's been asked before, but how did you guys all meet, and how did you become members of TCGS? Uh, God, right, trying to think. Um, so I knew Dave first. Um, just through because obviously 10 years ago whatever it was it was a much like you know the UK podcasting <laughs> scene was a lot scene, smaller yeah. so, you, so you just sort of yeah uh, so you just sort of found out about each other sort of by default um, so I was doing the Dark Zero podcast um, at the time don't look it up um, <laughs> and yeah so sort of new day through that and then I think it was at Eurogamer Expo wasn't it um matt where i i so i was going to meet dave and then you were there as well and we hung out um yeah. one evening um so that was when i actually met you both um and then yeah, i remember that and then it must have been the year yeah. after where we did we did all that the show from we did like the podcast in the press room didn't we because 
Yeah. I, uh, it, it, obviously, everyone's seen the whole like 10-year challenge thing on Twitter. Oh, 2009 yeah, that's right, yeah. 2019. I was like, oh, look at some old podcast pictures. And the one I've got one of like me, you, Michael Fox, uh, Dave, obviously, and uh, Sven, formerly of Spong. But that, that, oh, that, yeah. that, that was 2011. So I guess we okay. must have met in 2010. And then right, the yeah. following year, you guys all did like, the live Joy Pod. God, has uh, it been that from- long? Um, Farley, I can't remember. I mean, the, the short answer is like I met you guys through Dave. Um, yeah. When did we actually meet Farley? I can't remember. I think it was probably another Eurogamer Expo, wasn't it? I think it was at Eurogamer, yeah. It yeah. was when we were doing Joypod, I think. Yeah. But, I, yeah. I mean, it was that one that I didn't go to, like the second to last one in London before we moved. Was it the was it the one where Michael got like three on live consoles? <laughs> oh, well, I certainly remember that year. <laughs> no, it, it was it was it was on live. It wasn't it? It was on live. No, hang on. Yeah. it was on live, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good year. Um, so yeah, so basically, yeah, through like we've we've all met through podcasting, and then yeah, well, um, no, I mean it's a bit different for me because I, I guess I um well I met Dave. Because I was also on uh, Rollmock for gaming forum. Oh, that's right. Dave, um, Dave uh, in the podcast in the gaming podcasting thread said, "Oh, me and Michael from from the forum have recorded a gaming podcast." And um, here it is. You know, didn't have a name. They're recording using SingStar mics uh, in Mike's flat or Dave's (laughs) flat at the time, uh, with a sock over each one apparently. And um, you know, being the yeah, I'm, I, I was clearly the same even like, you know, 10, 11 years ago. But I thought, well, it's good. But how about I email Dave with loads <laughs> of suggestions to make it bigger and better? Um, so I sent him like a massive PM saying, I thought, I think it's fuck, I think it's really fantastic what you're doing. But how about this? And I was like, and I swear to God, a wonderful, I basically invented Instagram. I was like, how about like if we create something whereby listeners can like, texting pictures and i think one of my examples was you know if they're in the queue for a new console launch you know which what how often does that happen <laughs> was like, like a feed of pictures of like all the listeners i'm basically on instagram but yeah um yeah I, I mean i think i probably have got that pm somewhere because um when rollmark moved to the servers you could download every single pm you've ever sent and i did that so i should probably find that and and read out that really horrifically embarrassing PM. I might try and do it for next week, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I sent him a massive PM saying it's great, but how about the, if you want to be massive, you should change these things and make these improvements. And somehow Dave responded, and um, now we're like best friends. So I don't quite know how that worked. And then James, I obviously knew of you because you were also in Rollmark. And then, but you, Dave, uh, and like Cinnabar and Evan were playing games. And then I guess Dave invited me to a gaming night where we play Le- Le- you, you play Left 4 Dead and stuff, didn't you? And that's, yeah. I guess, where I met you for the first time. I, guess I must have taught you in World Mark, but that I think must it have been... was, yeah, because I mean, I, I knew Dave first because we I met him playing on Xbox Live when it first came out, and we used to like play on there together with like a whole group of other people. And then I remember when he started up Joypod because he sent me the um, the first like the one that never got released, like the like the sort of the preview one pilot, of, like of yeah. what it was like, and asked me what I thought of it, and then. Yeah, then gradually we sort of just... Did you write yeah, massive like, PM with all those suggestions? Or not? <laughs> no, I just said, it's all right. It's um, okay. yeah, things, <laughs> things you need to do, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, but yeah, it was it was good. And then, yeah, we just sort of fell into it all, really, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. Um, what else? Uh, um, uh, Athene, Alan, Resident Evil 2 is out this week. Are any of you lot getting it? Or are, are, are you all cowards? What do you think of Resident Evil 7? I played. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a coward. Seven, which was certified great. coward. Thank you. Massive coward. James, are you yeah. getting it? What's your thoughts? 
I'm I'm not getting it yet, but as I said, I've, I've played and finished Resident Evil Seven, which was okay. I really really enjoyed. But yeah. this is the Resident Evil games. They're not one. They're not like insta buys for me. They're ones that I'll get later, like in the year when the price has gone down a bit. And it, you know, I know I'll definitely enjoy it. It's just you know, I just don't want to play it right now because I've got too many other things to play at the moment. Hmm. Yeah, I, I absolutely can't wait. I'm hopefully going on Friday, uh, but I really want to because even though I know it's going to shit me up, uh, I just <laughs> I'm really pumped for it. So hell yeah. I, mean, I couldn't handle Resident Evil 7 in VR. And maybe I could have played it outside. Actually, I don't think I could have even done that in outside VR. No way. No, in VR scary games. Have you seen a demo that someone's put out? They've remade PT in Dreams. Have oh, you seen yeah. It, it looks yeah, amazing. <laughs> it looks <laughs> it's, really It's really interesting because, you know, everything we've seen of, or most of the things we've seen of Dreams have this, like, this real, really interesting art style, whereas this is like, no, this is just a totally straight-laced recreation of a house like it's yeah. <laughs> and it's just really cool seeing that dreams is going to be capable of doing that sort of yeah. thing i mean obviously yeah. graphically it's not quite got a sheen of like the original like pt yeah. engine but like yeah like all the things we've seen have been like bright colorful sort of ethereal mm. sort of fantasy stuff in many ways or, or quite yeah. abstract i mean there's been loads yeah, of various yeah. examples i mean even at egx there's one that's like a text adventure there's there's loads of crazy stuff but um yeah you are i've never seen anything like this and i was like wow they've they have recreated you know this this version of PT. So even seeing yeah. that sort of gets me excited for what Dreams could do. Again, I've got no chance to be spending time building anything in that game, but <laughs> it's still pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Lewin at angry underscore Kurt. If you could ask the listeners a question, what would it be? Oh, James. fuck. Oh, I don't know, Matt. This is... Oh. Didn't you look at his questions beforehand? No, of course not. It's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which okay, Adam Turner. I'm sorry, sorry, Kurt. Uh, Adam Turner. <laughs> uh, which standalone game that didn't receive a sequel deserves one? Ice Climber. Oh, you see, I was, was, was going to say it was rubbish. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's why a sequel would improve upon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the, the, it's in the, the original. Um, I mean, I still want a proper sequel to Dragon's Dogma. I mean, Dragon's Dogma Online is a thing, but not um, outside of uh, Japan and Asia. I think. Um, so that's shit and it annoying. Is the team that made that still still around, or I think so, yeah. Because um, I think that yeah, because obviously the Switch port is happening, and I think yeah, some of the original so team awesome. are on. That. I obviously knew you're a massive fan, and when the Switch port news dropped, like mm. maybe it's just the the bubble we're in, but everyone's mm. like, oh my god, Dragon's Dogma! Like, but yeah. was the original Dragon's Dogma was it like a cult hit? Was it a big seller? Oh was yeah, it a nothing. It was, what was uh, the deal? Cult hit for sure. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's like. It's a bit awkward. There was a lot of... When it first came out, there wasn't much of a fast travel system in it. Um, and the world wasn't huge, but it, that meant you were basically like running between like the same sort of two or three places quite a lot, um, which was an issue. And they fixed it with Dark Arisen, which was the um, sort of standalone... Uh, so it was, it was... Sorry. It was DLC, but you basically just bought like the base game again. It was like basically they just released it for like fifteen quid or something, um, and that fixed that. You got these little stones that you could basically place on the ground, and they became your fast travel markers, which was really cool because it just meant you'd like buy a few of those and be like, right, I need to set up my own fast travel network, <laughs> like, and you'd figure out like places that were most useful for you, for you to place these stones and stuff. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, it it starts out as like a sort of. <sighs> pretty much like cookie cutter you know action rpg and then once you start getting into like the sort of there's like more advanced classes that you can play as there's like this one that's like called like the magic archer which is basically 
Like you're running around on foot, but it's kind of like res in that you like you bring your reticle up and you're like painting targets and then just going boom and like shooting off all these magic bolts everywhere and stuff like that. It's really okay. cool. Um, and yeah, and narratively it gets really interesting later on and really weird. Like you you do what you think is the end of the game and then it completely isn't and loads of the interesting stuff happens. It's yeah, yeah I remember really you talking about Midnight game. Resistance. Like, did you ever spoil yeah. that or not? I can't even remember. Uh, I don't even know at the time. I, sp- I probably listened to it thinking I'm never going to play it, but my memory is so shit, I don't even remember it. So, I, but I remember yeah, you saying I inter- remember. the ending is so interesting. Um, yeah, I can't remember if I spoiled it or not. Um, but I did I did the Kane and Rince episode on it, um, which was really cool because that was like the first chance I got to actually just talk to a load of people who'd all like also finished it and got really into the lore and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, that yeah, that was really good fun. But yeah. So yeah, that's my answer. Dragon's Dogma. I mean, my two, answer please. is always the same. It's Burning Rangers on the Saturn. <laughs> that, that, that game deserved more and a sequel in 2019 to be amazing. <laughs> James, are you uh, sticking with Ice Climber? I'm sticking with that, yeah. Fucking hell. All right, well, okay, we'll uh, we we'll, we'll, we had loads of great questions, but we're going to end it on this one. Um, right. A futile exercise at futile exercise on Twitter. I'm seeming to get a thumbs up for all of you doing an escape room together. What other group <laughs> activity would you like to do, or think others would find most entertaining to watch you do? So this, the, was this yeah, on James's? My, my first answer was airsoft, definitely. But paintball <laughs> oh, would work. That. No way. <laughs> Airsoft to paintball would be brilliant. I think paintball would so be really So the escape room thing, was this, was this during James's stream someone mentioned that they'd pay to see us all do an escape room? And I was like, to be fair, I'd be up for that. Yeah, um, I've never done one and I, I would also love to do one, yeah. Yeah. I did one um, once before in China. It was it was all right. It's yeah. interesting. I, I, presumably there are rules about filming it though, right? Because you just, if you put that online and then you just spoil it for everyone else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what the rules are. I, I, one would assume yeah. I don't want you to spoil all the answers, but I would like to... Yeah. We'd like to give one a go for sure. Yeah. I there's that would like, be good there's like five in Leeds. It's crazy. Yeah, there's loads here as well. Yeah, and I still um, never bothered. But um, yeah, I, I, I mean that. When I read this question, I thought, okay, airsoft paintball. You know, to hear James like squeal would be quite nice. But like, <laughs> also like for some reason, one of the other suggestions in my head was us all like having to work in like a really stressful kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the worst. Why would you want to do that? You know, like, like serving, serving covers, you know, and we've got like a, a chef, maybe one of us is like the head chef or someone shouting at us, and we're like, James, the fucking, the, the sauce, the Dijon, yeah. In my, I don't know why my brain went to that. I don't know how we'd go about doing that, though. It'd have to be like a volunteer kitchen, so we'd just like ruin. Yeah. If Gordon uh, like Ramsay's really listening, nice... like I wanted to see us all, you'd shout all four of us, uh, or, you know, <laughs> us three and Dave. <laughs> I don't know why I'd like that. Uh, what no, are you, James? I said paintball. I think that'd be brilliant. It would be good, yeah. I mean, I've done paintball oh, and I've liked it. I think airsoft is better. It, it can, we not just, can we not just do laser quest, lads? Come on. <laughs> I've, I've never done that either. Like, <laughs> Quasar. Let's do Quasar. Uh, <laughs> Quasar's, Quasar's not a thing anymore no. surely I, I, I bet something similar is but yeah Quasar yeah. itself is RIP yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. it for tweets uh, if you want to leave us a tweet it's at computergamepod on twitter cool that's, the, that's, that's it then isn't it that's it yeah that's the end of the episode well, uh, streaming schedule Matt 
Yes, yeah, so um, it's it, well, basically, so we're streaming three times a week. This Friday, James is back for another episode of Deadly Premonition. Friday from nine pm, I'm back for Bloodborne. Sundays, Sunday from nine pm, and Sean will be playing more indie games, old and new, in a series called Play by the Bell on Tuesday at nine pm. So I've got- <laughs> Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, go to Twitch.tv/slash The Computer Game Show or just search for us in the app. We also stream on all, all other channels, but yeah. But go to Twitch. Uh, if you've got Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. So think about linking those accounts and you get one free subscription a month. And we'd really appreciate it if you went over to our account, uh, twitch.tv slash computer game show, and gave your free monthly subscription to us. Uh, we really appreciate that. And of course, the podcast is, is on every service on Spotify. And I've, I mean, I added us to Spotify because that was like a thing. And so there's the moment mm-hmm. I hear about a new service to add us on, I add it on. But I've, I, I've really adopted Spotify now as my like desktop um, my desktop play, uh, podcast player of choice. Really, I think it's brilliant. The only annoying thing is because I I also have Spotify on my phone, but I tend to I use like a dedicated uh, podcast player for that. I use Overcast. The annoying yeah. thing is like when I listen to a podcast during the day and I, then I go out for lunch. I'm like, where where was I in the show? So oh yeah, because they're not synced. I guess I could use Spotify, the, yeah. but yeah, I, I've like. No, yeah, not all podcasts, but most of the game podcasts I listen to are on there. And it's just, I've got it open anyway all day for music. So it's just really mm-hmm. nice just to have the podcasts on there. So, yeah, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everyone known to man. But if you yeah. are on Apple, uh, think about leaving us an Apple Podcast review because that really helps us get up the charts so more people can see us. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So that's it. Streaming basically is a big one Friday, Sunday, and Tuesday, every night from, or every, all those nights from 9 p.m. Cool. Right. Uh, that's us. Um, cheers, boys. And thanks for letting us be natural. <laughs> it's still good. Still terrible. It's still good, Sean. Well done. Okay. Oh, goodbye. Bye. Bye bye. I got all excited.